Alrighty, guys, we're here with Dusty, Chris, Riff, and Ricky, and myself, and we got Ben and Beto in the back. Hands for ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, so, the big guest today, Mr. Dust, Dusty. Ball. Yeah. Oh, man. So, <laughs> leave it in the chat already in the comments below. Love him or hate him. He's, I feel like there, there, was, there was like, there's so much love for you, and also those who just love to hate, but so that we give a little backstory for our audience. Yeah. You're Dusty, you're on Storage Wars. Tell us a little about yourself, and then we'll jump into some questions for you. What would you like to know, my brother? I would like to know uh, your process on Storage Wars. How long have you been out there? And I kind of want to know, how did you get in there? And also, what are you allowed to say? You can tell us, but whatever you're not allowed to say, yeah. you don't have to say. Well, I mean, I've been there for about, it's been two seasons now. About as well a season and a half, I guess, technically. But, I mean, the way that I got there was basically being where I should be doing my job anyways. You know, you go to the auction, you buy your rooms, and then basically, you know, they. I started going to auctions where there was filming locations, you know, and these filming locations are private. But when you follow live auctions, you know, you just end up there as the public. And then, you know, I guess I was just nailing them down too much. And then they were like, well, he's taking the room, so... Why, uh, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. So they, <laughs> so they kind of approached you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, yeah. I like that, Dusty. And, I mean, also, because, I mean, real buyers, you know? Yeah. Mm, you are putting down. Were you out yeah, buying a lot down. of those guys? Uh, sometimes, yeah, or just yeah. nailing them perpetually. Wow. And I, I think I just naturally talk a lot of trash, too, even if you I do. don't know you. I can't help it, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. It just... Full diarrhea mouth, you know, just spills out. Which I can, I can, I see that as intimidating a little bit too. Because like even when we first met you, I don't think I knew that you were on Storage Wars at that point. That's super I, sarcastic, right? Yeah, you were super sarcastic. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. oh, I think he's being cool with us though. Like it was like a slow, <laughs> it was a slow learn. Of that. Honest, I had a tough time figuring you out at first too, man. Your sense of humor is an interesting one. Yeah, it's amazing. And I couldn't tell. I was like, damn, are you just like busting on me? Or, like, you're being cool, like. I, I had a tough well, time with that. I think it's like a little bit of bust and lube at the same time. The full package, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. And now that I've known you for a while, and I've known you a couple years now, too, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I got it now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like anything. You know, when you meet some people, you're just like, you don't understand at first, but when you get to know them, you're like, oh, okay, this is just how he is. He's crazy. What got you into buying storage? You said this is what you were doing before Storage Wars, so it wasn't like, hey, this guy would be great on camera. Let's hire him, and then he'll do it. No, you were doing this. So, what got you into that I mindset mean, of doing buying, it? I think I bought my first storage when I was sixteen. You know, and that was actually pre-legal allowed to buy a storage. You know, it's like one of those things where you just—it's kind of like when you want to go backstage at a concert, bro. You just don't look anybody in the eye and just act like you belong there, and just tunnel vision, walk right in. Nobody asks questions. Same thing for going to the auction at sixteen. Just walk in the office like you're a gangster, sign in, and just go join them. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, bro. And that's how I did it, like, pre-legal pre uh, allowed to go. So, I mean, obviously, you have to be 18 or older to buy these things. It's like a legal lien sale, essentially. Wow. But, Curtis I mean, honestly, me. though, I, I started maybe very young, bro. I mean, I, I had my own toy show table probably second grade. I mean, I well, about third grade. I used to get pulled out of like school. at school just hustling yo-yos no, or something. No, no, bro. Oh. Like my mom used to come pick me up. Like it was my favorite time of the month. Or I think it was every month or every other month. They had a an antique show in uh, Arizona at the Coliseum. I think it was every other month. I can't remember. 
But it would be like the greatest. It was like the third week, Thursday. You're just like sitting there staring at the clock above the teacher's head, not even listening, don't even care. And you're just like <laughs> waiting for it to hit like 12 o'clock because I know my mom's going to be in the office to call me out because then we go down to the antique show. I'd set up all my toys I found at yard sales and then nail people all weekend. You know, even as a little wow. kid, I was just whacking them over the head. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, really Dude. young, bro. And then, I mean, me and my dad, we probably we started eBay when I was – 10 years old like i've been on ebay for 26 years now wow yeah, i mean he's got a notable name too what, what, I, were you, what were you selling back then on ebay toys toys yeah toys like i was really obsessed with star wars and ghostbusters and just like cool things you know so not all it started toys. with toys for you basically was yeah. it was was toys your passion as yeah. far as okay as well you love yeah toys. like literally i have a picture of me in like the living room at like eight years old the whole living room floor covered in vintage star wars wow and then basically what i do is i'd go to garage sales and buy other toys sell them at the toy show create my budget and then when the main toy show came up which was called arizona toy roundup i remember this like 1995 1996 and my dad would take me to the toy show dude i'd blow all the money i made i'd buy star wars figures and i'd buy rare ones bro i read the star wars collector's guide so much that the binding fell off the back of it when i was a little kid like straight up i was like nuts you know that's crazy that's how i was with comics i I was big into comics and it was the wizard magazines for me it was the price guides that i was obsessed with the price guides i just always i always remember just like looking for the rarest like just at the prices like the most the rarest one being like man i want to find that someday i need the vinyl cape jawa or i need the rocket firing boba fett i mean even in the 90s bro like a rocket firing boba fett was like 2500 bucks which is like now, now it's massive. Yeah, it's like a hundred grand or whatever it goes for. Do you, now. do you still currently have a collection now that you're? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So you still do. Which I've, I've seen. Kept... I've been to your your house. Before, oh yeah. And I've seen. He has all up on the walls. You were showing me some of the stuff you stole from his house. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> I got yeah. that rocket fire. <laughs> <laughs> I wish now, I had it, bro. Now I was reading somewhere. Do your did your parents own an estate sale company? Yeah. When you were younger. Yeah. Now how Definitely. how was that like? Amazing, bro. That I think that's like where the uh, initial like loving to dig through other mm. people's stuff probably hit like getting in the old dresser and looking at all these little trinkets it actually even started earlier than that bro because my mom like when i was really little like my mom would we'd go to an estate sale my mom would just throw me a bag and i would just run in the estate sale and whatever looked interesting to me i would just grab it and start filling this bag i'd be like oh this looks good this looks good fill the bag and then my mom, we'd go like in the bedroom in the back and she'd start peeling out all the items I picked. She'd be like, oh man, this is a good one. Good job. This is good because of this. Oh, this one? No good. Don't buy, don't grab these wow. anymore. You know? And it was like, that was a very young age. I, I got to know. So you've been doing this for a long time. You've been on, on Storage Wars. Yeah. Can you maybe in your brain put a number on how many storage units you think you've bought at this point? I mean, at least a thousand. At least a I mean, thousand. And I mean, a wow. thousand is a lot because that's, I mean, loading full moving trucks and like massive amounts of labor. There's work involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like buying something online where I bought it. Now it's mine. Yeah. There's work. Yeah. Involved. No, it's not. It's not receiving like a seven by seven by seven box in the mail and grabbing one pop out of it. And, you know, <laughs> what what number would you say if you had to guess? Obviously, it's just shooting a number of a ratio of good. You bought, let's say a thousand. What number of those do you think were good lockers versus amounts of being like these were just garbage fails? I mean, you it's weird. It like rolls in waves. Like sometimes I'll have like this thing where all of a sudden I'll buy like three to five that are like, wow, dude, three to five amazing ones in a mm-hmm. row. 
And then somehow you just get on the poop train, dude. When the poop train hits, <laughs> dude, you, you never know how long the poop train can last. I mean, sometimes I've had the poop train last a month. I've had it last a week. You know, I've had it last mm. three rooms, ten rooms. You know, so it's kind of it's weird. Like when it when you're on, you're on. When you're off, you're off. But I mean, if you had to put it in like a constructive average, I mean, I would almost say that like maybe you work for free a lot. Maybe one in ten rooms will be amazing, or okay. you'll find something really cool. Average around one in ten. Yeah, I mean, depends though. It just depends how good of a sniffer yeah, of you are, because it's like the more garbage you buy, or like the more situations of the same situation. Looking at like this picture of random boxes and furniture and this and that, you can start to peel apart like people. Like now, like if I see plastic plants and wicker furniture, run away. They, I've bought <laughs> I bought twenty of those rooms in my life, and for some reason, people that have a lot of wicker furniture never have anything good. I, I can't explain it, dude. You'll find like <laughs> yeah. you know, beware the wicker man. Beware of the wicker furniture. You know, it'd be like stupid little things like that. You figure, out. or there's like the tip of the iceberg. Like for some reason, I'm staring at your Mario quiz cards. But let's say <laughs> let's use this as an example. Let's say there's like let's say there's a toolbox in there. And they have like an 80s Nintendo sticker on the toolbox. You might see something as small oh. as one little sticker on the toolbox. And you're like, well, eh, forget it, man. Maybe. I'm going to gamble $3,000 on this yeah. 10 by 30 because of a Nintendo sticker. Yeah. And then sometimes you peel it apart and you'll be like, wow. We call that the sign of life on our show. So like when we go to a table yeah. and we'll see like uh, an adapter for the Wii U, we're like, oh, a sign of life. One thing. Yeah. It means like <laughs> somewhere in here they thing. have something that trickles into something gaming. Now. Yeah. My biggest question for you, I've been I've been curious to this. Oh. What is the biggest item you've ever found value wise? What is the that you can recall? I'm sure you have a million things in your head that you're thinking about. What's one of the biggest items you're like, I sold it for X amount? I mean, it's weird because most of the time, like a lot of money would be a collection, like a compilation of many items. Okay. Like, you know, I've had a massive amount of books where like the books were all amazing. 300, 500, 5,000, 3,000, 8,000. And that makes like... It adds up. That makes a number, yeah. I'm talking I'm, singular. Where, where do those... So recently you had come across some Roy Lichtensteins. Yeah. That were... Which is art for those who don't know. Yeah, which are pretty rare. They were prints. We, you valued those. And I was actually interested in buying those from you. We didn't come to an agreement <laughs> on a deal. Yeah. But you had valued those at like... Maybe 120k. It was like yeah, seventy thousand ish. Yeah, seventy, eighty thousand ish. Where does that rank in like greatest? It's a, that's in the top. That is you know, that's top. a top five like kind of like lightning strike moment. It seems like once a year there might be like what I would call a strike of lightning. You know what I mean? Where it's like a wow item. You'd just be like, okay, well that's like twenty G's or something. You know, or something really nice. Or like I said, like a pile of nice stuff. It seems like. Singular item is a lot more rare than maybe finding a collection, you know, that adds up to something. And it just depends, you know, because some stuff's just candy, bro. You get the right merchandise and it's just like pow, 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 pow. Yeah. Gone. You know, and the money comes just as fast as it, it might be faster. Sometimes. What, what is the easiest thing? Like in your brain, like, I, I don't know. Let, let's say let's put eBay aside. Let's say swap me. What's the kind of stuff when you bring to the swap me? It's the quickest. Like everyone's like, you know, the rats well, are coming the, in, including us and just <laughs> We'll Obviously, the fastest is always going to be if you just straight up find cash money or gold or <laughs> yeah. silver. Precious metals is going to be number one. That's like, I mean, you find that, you can go down the street and get your money. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's the same as finding cash, a precious metal. But in the swap meet, I mean, people seem to really like 
fun things, you know, toys and like video games, yeah. you know, video games. You got a couple buyers that overpay every week. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, respect the wax. You know, you eventually learn your customers. <laughs> you have learned as well. We did a whole video uh, podcast coming up recently about how when we go places now, the comments thing for us is people say, hey, you guys got to buy everything or nothing. But, you know, so. it's kind of funny because you guys know me mostly as storage buyer, wholesaler, moving, but you don't know me as like you, like a professional buyer side of the fence. Totally. And actually, my buyer side of the fence is a lot worse than yours. I can't mm. touch anything. If I because mo, most of the people that buy storage, they all know me. I mean, if I pick up, even if I want a T-shirt for myself, like even if it's some, let's say it's a forty-dollar Harley shirt, you know, and I'm just like, oh, this is sick. I want to buy this and wear it. Yeah. It'll be like, how much is this? They're like, oh, you a hundred. You're just like, oh, come on. You know, like I, I almost get like priced out of being able to even buy anything anymore sometimes. I feel like I get that a lot now. The more you buy at the flea markets. The more they see what you'll spend, yeah, you're the just harder getting taxed. it gets. Yeah, it goes up yeah. and up and up. And then I get to look over evaluating who I am. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That should yeah. have been 10 bucks, and it was 30 now, you know? so, yeah. now, since you've been on the show, have the units prices gone up, like the notoriety of storage units for price? I mean, storage units have gone crazy ever mm. since the Internet, especially. It's like big on YouTube pre not even so much that bro but like pre-internet like you had to actually do like a little legwork to find an auction I mean you know you had to know how to like open a website that was extremely difficult to use like if you didn't fill each parameter perfectly nothing would come up it'd just be blank or you would have to pull legal ads from the newspaper you know to find these auctions or you'd have to know the auctioneer and be on their list I mean there was like different ways to find auctions but it was actually like the biggest question I got pre-internet would be like, well, where do you find these auctions mm-hmm. at? And it'd be like legal lien ads. Like you have to know how to, you would have to know how to like find these ads to find out where you'd need to be. Like you'd almost need somebody to show you how to get to that spot to find out where these things are being sold. But now, internet, bro, you know, internet. everybody can see the same thing. So like sometimes the live auction, you get lucky. Like maybe three people show up and then all of a sudden they open a room full of vintage toys and it's like you look right and look left and like oh yeah these guys are weak they only spend uh, they max out at a thousand this is gonna be like taking candy from a baby what's that what's kind of the average number that uh you know obviously it can i know that might like be a, a live question. auction a live auction what's like a typical sell rate on a, a, a by 20 uh, it just depends what it looks like dude i mean i've seen live auction rooms go anywhere from obviously a dollar or no bid up to I mean, I think the highest they saw sold is like forty three thousand a live mm. auction. What's oh. the most you ever paid for an o- for a unit? Oh, mm, probably around like fifteen thousand. Fifteen. Yeah, around there, fourteen thousand, like in that was range. It, was it worth? Well, it? I've, yeah, well, I've swung the bat higher, but I jumped ship. What was in that unit that you were so interested in? It wasn't so much the unit I bought; it was the fact that I couldn't buy the other one because the other one sold. I ran the guy up to like thirty something thousand, and you wow. could see like. A lot of valuable stuff in the front and to where like your money was pretty kind of safe but it got to a point where it's like okay this is like 30 something thousand dollars and yeah do i want to sell these eight items and maybe the rest is trash so i took the lesser option of the same owner's unit thinking well if they have that stuff in the front what's in the back of the other one which mm-hmm. it, it panned out it wasn't like it like you know it made money but it wasn't like super exciting got it when you're looking at units, can you kind of like right away tell like the age? Like this is a '70s unit. 80s, or do they oh, tell yeah. you? Do they give you dates or anything? Uh, or? You can you can ask. Like I'm a I'm a prior. Like yeah, I pry in. Like I like me, I'll do anything I can. You know, if I I'll look up people's names. I'll look at their age. 
I'll ask a lot of questions. You know, if the room's there, I'll, ask, I'll try to ask them. Because some managers are cool. They will, they'll tell you, like, information. Some managers are like, no, not going to happen. I'm not telling you nothing. I'm like, well, what's their name? Oh, I'm not telling you. It's like, well, why are you not telling me this information? It's public information. This mm. has been posted in a newspaper or it's been posted on a legal lean ad. So it's like, what is the great secret? And then I always make the joke, too. I'm like, well, if I buy the room, I'm going to have their social security card, passport, probably birth yeah. certificates. You know, it's like yeah. even though I turn that stuff into the office when I find it, I turn in anything personal, usually family Bibles or like anything you think, you know, that you don't want to no get val- like a, yeah, yeah. a curse. That night. <laughs> no, curse, no curse, no value to you. It's like, yeah. you know, you're not there to like wreck people. You know, it's yeah. like. You know, and some people say that, too. They, you know, it's like, oh, don't you feel bad buying this stuff? And I just tell, you know, it's like, if it's not me, it's happening. So if it's not me, it's going to be somebody else. You know, it's like, yeah. Oh. And I feel like you've been doing this so long that it's like, it's kind of like second nature to you now. What would you say was like one of the most famous blockers that you bought from? Oh, famous. Person-wise that you found out about? Oh, man. That's a good question. Was Barbara Streisand's manager? That, <laughs> that was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a really cool one. That's not, that's not the Vectrex behind us, but yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was really cool. One. And recently, I know not you, but we've been kind of digging through Sid Haig's. All his personal stuff has been in a recent locker. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes those, that's the thing is, too, man. If you were like, I used to know this guy. He passed away, but he was a wizard. I'd call him a wizard. because was his this, name Harry? No, no not quite. There is a Harry in the auction world. Got it. But, I mean, it would be like sifting legal ad after legal ad to mm. look for those interesting names. But then sometimes, though, an interesting name might be a sleeper. Because you might buy a room and walk in and be like, like someone just recently got like Beyonce storage. I know somebody got Beyonce stuff. Wow. But wow. it would be yeah, like... Burn it. It would be a. (laughs) 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 You're terrible. It's Illuminati or something, bro. She scares me. I don't know why. It would be like a failure of somebody that's in your staff. You know, it's like because a lot of these people they don't they don't take care of it. You know, and maybe a credit card expires that it's on or something, and the staff's not paying attention because they're like, oh, it's been there for five years and it's always paid. Mm. And the next thing you know, here comes some random dude at the auction that just comes up like a. Bandit, you know, you're gonna tell the Sinbad story. No, yeah, recently yeah. Ben, who's back there, he just found uh, some folders on a table, like photo albums, and he opened it, and it's like actual pictures of Sinbad with a bunch of celebrities, and it was like his daughters with like personal letters written to his daughters, his daughter, and Ben reached out and actually got a hold of her, and was like, I came across like your family albums, and it's like with tons of celebrities in there with them, like Leonardo DiCaprio and all oh, this yeah. stuff. So, and she responded, and I think they're gonna work something out but it's just and, interesting that stuff even kind of comes along and i i know you know renee part of the show i know he's a friend of yours oh yeah right of um and uh he found like kobe's like locker right oh i remember that yeah that's a that's a long chain of events but that was actually Ooh, Ooh. there's some, there's some <laughs> like you, that, you know what that spells nda non-disclosure agreement he, <laughs> yeah, wa- he wants know. to say something he can't say right well, then, now hey, say it again with a non-disclosure agreement well, non-disclosure I mean, agreement. like respectfully you know but it's like I know that room originally came from a younger buyer. Mm. You know, some it was actually it's funny because I know it came. It was literally a storage facility right around the Staples Center where that came from. Okay. And it was at a weird time where during COVID, they were having auctions on the cell phone. I won't say company names or anything, but we were, they were the auction was on the cell phone. And basically, it was like it was really dumb, you know, because it was mm. COVID. They didn't want everybody to go inside and do this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the manager would be there with like an iPhone with the camera on video chat and everybody be connected to a bidding <laughs> and a chat. It, was it was all pixely, bro. So, I mean, some 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 people came up hard, you know, because you were 
some of the photos are bad. So you'd be like, go inside and be like, oh, wow. You know, I know some people got some really nice stuff for cheap at that time. But yeah. I know that the buyer paid $300 for Kobe's locker. Wow. And wow. it was under his uh, manager's name, I think. And I guess it wasn't like a lot of stuff. It was just a small room. I think it was three or four wardrobe boxes, he said, or just a very low oh. amount of boxes, but just packed full of shoes and clothes and all this, you know, crazy stuff. But that yeah. came from a buyer in... You know, I, yeah. I would say the last question we have to ask Dusky, 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 before we move on to the next one, and you don't have to answer, but well, everyone's going to know if you don't answer. If oh, you yeah. can't answer, it's okay. Is Storage Wars staged? <laughs> oh, man, come on. Oh, oh, we oh, man, next, come topic. on. <laughs> next topic. Oh, right, here we go. Nice. Oh, bro. I mean, I've pulled out a lot of nice stuff that I mean, like, I know was there. No, you're good. You're good. I'm just. Yeah, I know this stuff, you know, because it's like I bought the room, nobody touched it. I locked it. I opened it. It's like, I mean, how is it going to be staged? True. Actually, yeah. before we do go on the next topic, I actually wanted to ask this: Have there been cases for you where there have been sketchiness for storage facilities going through the locker before you buy it? Oh yeah. I mean, what do you mean, like, uh, like, like you might have purchased it and it have been gone through, and then oh, you yeah, say something. Dude, there's, I mean, sketchmasters. Wh- anywhere where there's uh, money to be made, there's mm-hmm. a thief. Dude. That's what I, I was mean, gonna say. Or it's the same thing. Is like, think about when something becomes valuable. Right. All of a sudden, this video game's five hundred dollars. Look at all these Chinese cartridges coming over. You yeah, know, or just whatever. You know, it's the same thing with that. You know, if somebody. That's why it's good not to talk too much. I mean, if you come up buying one of these auctions. You don't go tell the manager you just found $30,000 worth of gold or something. You know what I mean? You tell the manager that, like, why did you sell this to me? It was full of rat crap and, like, junk. You know what I mean? You just you don't want to paint a picture of glory in anybody's head that works around these things, you know? Because then next thing you know, you you get a what I'd call a a raton away. (laughs) They'll go in there and they look for a little piece of cheese, you know? And it's like, (laughs) there is, I mean, there are dirty people, you know? I mean, and it's. It's kind of a, I've always thought, cause it's kind of a tricky line because it's like, I always think of that manager that like went in somebody's room that was coming to auction. And then like, what happens when the owner comes and pays their rent like 15 minutes before the auction and maybe they took something, they go back and like mm. try to put it back mm. real quick or like, I don't know what the hell that process is. Or is it like to the point where the manager like knows this guy passed away and nobody's coming, you know, type thing, but stuff definitely gets pilfered. Wow. I've noticed so with a lot of buyers too. This is funny because I've yeah. noticed a lot of buyers will be like, Oh, all the jewelry boxes were empty, the manager took it. And I'm just like, You're dumb. I'm like, do you not just think that the person just didn't leave it and they had empty boxes? Like who's gonna go in a room, open jewelry boxes, take the jewelry, close the box and put it back in the box? Isn't that just stupid? Wouldn't you just take the whole box? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I just have one question before we move on, but yeah. I've, I've always been curious by this. When you're watching Storage Wars, of course, you open up the unit, you're looking for stuff that's valuable, but there's so much stuff that is just, I would call it probably garbage. What is the process like when you buy a 10 by 30 unit that it, there's just furniture and chairs and garbage? Like, how, is it just constant trips to the dump? Like, how do you dispose of all that stuff? I mean, it's an adventure. Yeah. A lot of manual labor. I mean, generally... You know, sometimes if you find yourself a good pickup guy, maybe you go. Sometimes I, I, if it's like too crazy of a situation where you're like, oh crap, dude. I mean, I've 
move stuff and be like, like I just bought one two weeks ago that has a hundred tires in it. It's like, oh boy. how do you get rid of a hundred tires? You know, it's eight dollars each. Load it up in your truck and then drive uphill and open the back gate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is not environmentally <laughs> friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. The environmentalists. Oh, so, I think you just lost like twenty followers. Oh, that's, <laughs> no that's, that's every episode. So all those tires you did bring to the dump then, huh? It's just, I haven't yet. No, I haven't yeah. touched it, bro. I just left it there and I scratched my head and I'm like, oh no. All righty, guys. We're going to switch on our next one. It's going to be ranking 90s sitcoms. Ranking 90s sitcoms. So who's ready for some 90s sitcoms? Like, I think that there's going to be some some fun ones in here. We tried to mix it up with the choices in here. Dusty, the guest, pick a number between 1 and 10. And how this works, F is the worst, S is the best. So it goes S, A, B, C, D, E, F. So you rank it from best to worst. Pick a number from 1 to 10. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ready? We're starting off with Family Matters. That's my favorite, bro. Is it really? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you, great. I knew it, dude. I can smell it. Tell us about Family Matters and where you rank it. <laughs> we, we do these in a decent time frame because we have to 11 so of these. It's to rank, like, so. what's the, the rank level? I mean, S is the best, but remember, there's also other ones. Uh, so you don't want to be like, they're all S, but if you if this is your best one that you can think of. I mean, of, dude, I love Family Matters. Like, okay. Come on. How can you not like the Irk Man, dude? Yeah. <laughs> the Irk Man. The Irk Man's the best, bro. I mean, I, there's so much good stuff, though, because then you'll be like oh this is the best this is the best but that's what's hard i yep. was literally before i came here thinking about family matters that's awesome <laughs> so is this your s yeah this an is an s, s for right, you. and right. actually i have a jaleel white story uh-oh oh. I, I worked at the apple store for a, a very brief amount of time until i got fired for deciding to go on tour but there was this one day i was working bro it's funny because this guy came in and I dude, I just couldn't put my head my I just couldn't figure it out. We we're talking about Dr. Dre Beats headphones and he was shopping and stuff and I was helping him. And dude, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, man, this guy's so familiar to me for some reason. Uh... So smooth and so cool. Like it just did not click on my head, dude. And then I was like, he bought like some headphones and stuff for me. And I was like, all right, man, here comes the debit card. I'm about to figure this out. You know what I mean? When you get to the register. And it said Stefan Arkell. Let's say Apple has a very strict policy. Like, even if you figure it out, you say nothing. Yeah. Like, they're very strict about celebrity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrity shoppers and stuff. But I just, he paid in cash. I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> and then, bro, I'm not even joking. You're like, I'm kind of like walking out of the store and there's this woman. I remember pushing a stroller. And, dude, it was probably the worst thing for him, too, because she's pushing the stroller and she pokes her like little kid that's there, a little tiny kid. And she's like, honey, honey. She's all, look, it's Steve Urkel. Uh, and I was like, there it is. There he is. Bingo. Bro. Yeah, I was like, bingo. Bing. And bro, it was like Flash Gordon, dude. It was like the Flash, dude. As soon as she said that, I like blinked my eyes and he was gone. I was just like, oh man, he got out of here quick, bro. He was gone. He used Dang. his machine. I was like, she had to call him out of Steve Urkel, you know, because you know that was like, that what he was known for. ruined his career yeah. as, you know. Oh, he, yeah. he never was able to live that down, I think, being that No, character. he'll be forever Steve, Steve Urkel. Urkel. Forever. Chris, <laughs> did he do anything afterwards? He's done things, for sure. And then he, I think he got into a phase where he didn't want to be, like, he wanted people to stop talking about it. And I think, I think, recently he was like, hey, it's cool to start calling me that again. And like, yeah, it's cool bring, to be it, bring it back. He finally <laughs> right? accepted it. He finally accepted Years it. Later. Uh, you're up, Chris. Uh, I liked Family Matters. I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites. Oh, um, come on, bro. I did. I, I watched it a lot, and I did enjoy it. I would give it a solid A, though. Solid A. I okay. feel like there's going to be some better ones coming up. I'm, I'm going to go A as well. Actually, I need to look around the room. Okay, I have an S above that. I'm going to go A as well. Uh, when COVID hit, I watched 
every episode. Terrible. You got the cheat sheet right there. You know what's yeah. coming. <laughs> you, you know can, to you call it an A. You can technically see it, too, if you can see. It's so It's kind of hard to see. Oh, that's yeah. not you. Oh, um, dude. I already... I'm going A. I, I enjoyed it. I, I love Carl, Eddie, and the Estelle, Mabel, and Laura, and all them. It's yeah, A for got me. got some other bangers on there. Just wait. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> short and sweet. A for me. A? Yeah. Oh. Too good. Okay, you like it's it? It's an A for I me, too. So that that's a high ranking. That's that's like pretty much A plus a plus. plus almost S. I'm gonna grab a random and go to Ricky. I don't even know what I grabbed. Ricky, say by the bell. By the bell. Wow. Ooh. I mean, Kelly was like one of my biggest crushes. Oh yeah. So this one. Oh, God. Welcome to uh, America's first boner, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. nice. No, I, I, nice. <laughs> I have a pre that one. I'll, after I'll let Ricky go. All right, so this one, it, I mean, it's an A for me. It's okay. not the best, but it, I still loved it. I just, I love that that beginning. When I wake up in the morning. Nope. Ricky and I always think this is someone else. We always think the words are something else. Curtis, I'm gonna say C. See, you yeah, don't like it. I don't like it as much. I'm, because I, I already know it's kind of on list, so I'm like, oh, okay, okay. You got to compare it. To I'm going to jump in too and give it a C as well. It's weird because it's super iconic. I, I I loved it during a time of it being out, but going back, I don't enjoy it as much as I liked. Obviously, everyone was in love with Kelly Kapowski. Uh, Zach yeah, was like the cool guy. Screech was the nerd. A, Slater was awesome. I, I still though, for me, looking back, if you would ask me as a kid, I would have been like A plus best. But now I'm like, see, <laughs> I don't really enjoy it as much as I thought. I act, when it was first came out, I I watched it all the time. It is like the most iconic '90s yeah. like sitcom Extreme. I feel that there is. Um, and I did enjoy it at the time, like you said. I couldn't go back and watch it, but I don't know. I, I really did like it. I would I'll give I'll give it an A. Okay, I actually did like this one. An A. That's small. You're yeah. up. Well, you know, I was into it, but not crazy into it. You know, I like the Screech Man. You know, Screech is cool. <laughs> you know, but then, you know, you had your classic uh, Slater and yeah. Zach, like classic uh, jock tool bags. Cool guys, you yeah. know what I mean? You can't fail there. You had the hot chick. It was just like, it was good, but it wasn't like, eh, you know, so it, wasn't, that? That it a- wasn't like the banger where you're like, Get home from school, dude. Oh, shoot. Say by the bell's coming on. You know, it's 430. I better turn it on, dude. Nah. But I mean. Where you at? I put it like, what, maybe D? D? D. Yeah, that's the most fair score I've ever heard. Let's go. Not exciting. I'm going to say that landed at like barely. uh, Barely a C, yeah. It's like one of those things you can live with it, you can live without it type thing, you know? Let's get everybody excited at once because I I didn't have this one on and I mentioned it before and everybody yelled at me, so I'm just going to bring it out. Uh Uh-oh. Love and marriage. Love and All right, we're going to go married with children. Chris. This is probably my favorite of Uh-oh. all of them. Uh, we did look it up. It is from the 80s, but it did go into the Started 90s. Started in 87, ended 97. Yeah, this was by, I, I just feel like it was so far ahead of its time, and it was so, like, vulgar and over the top with everything that it <laughs> oh, did. Oh, man. Um, great, bro, great. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I give it a solid <laughs> S. It's my, it's my favorite and most watched probably from this time period. Dust ball? I mean, dude, Al Bundy, come on, bro. You know, just, <laughs> I mean... Just a perfect dirt ball. I mean, it's like. That's a good band name. The I don't know how to explain it. You know, you got like the like Tokyo Rose of the Trailer Park daughter, Trailer Park wife. You know, it's kind of amazing, personally. It's a peg. It's great, bro. What's, you so, are you S or A? 
Ah, uh, dude, I'm like a solid A. Okay. Yeah, solid A on Dang, that. I'm going to go A down. as well. Huh? I, knocked it down. <laughs> I, I'm going to go A as well. I, as it's funny, oh, as a kid, really. I enjoyed it, but not nearly as much as I do now because now I understand these but, jokes. Yeah, you understand um, the humor between like, them too. Oh, that's not funny because it was haha. That's funny because, oh, shoot, there's so much real to that joke. Yeah. So solid oh, A dude. for me. It's hilarious his attitude his demeanor would this show last in current time probably not but it is downright no, hilarious no. i'm gonna give it a solid s because i just it's love that he offends going. everybody it's like what i wanted to show it's not what i wanted to show but i love <laughs> that he doesn't care and i dude it was so oh, good dude, I kept... you you know in 2023 that al bundy would be fired just as fast as roseanne that guy ain't lasting a second <laughs> no, as the way the show is i'm gonna no on this way, one. dude yep. a? yeah because you could def- definitely the relatability i could see it in my parents too so i was just like it's great for me oh i don't yeah. know if you needed to say that the bickering and all that stuff it's just funny to oh me. that's oh i just got a foot cramp all right where's that put it that was pretty high that was i think that's like right up there with with Family matters. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good one. What did I say? Little little curveball. Dinosaur. It counts as a sitcom. I looked it up to make sure even though oh, it's... Oh, it's good, dude. Why don't you go for it then? You're already talking. That's a classic, bro. I mean, how do you not like not the ma? You got Earl, you know, all the daily struggles in life, the baby with the frying pan. I mean, it's like you know, <laughs> it's just great, dude. I mean, that's a solid I don't want to quite go S, but Definitely an A. You're an A. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's. Curtis, you ever see it? Yeah, uh, no, I'm not gonna buy it. Okay. Go yeah, yeah. Sticky. I liked it, but I didn't like it to that extent. Okay. I thought it was a great show, but uh, for me, it's a B. A B. What, what I thought was interesting about the show is it was always a fun show. I definitely loved, you know, the suits and the animatronic oh, yeah. version of what it was and the That's way great. it was made. But if you, it's crazy if you watched. Have you ever seen the last episode of it? It's like super dark. It's like them and a news report comes on and they're looking outside and it starts to snow and they're like, what is this? And it's just like the dad looking at the kids. He's like, we're going to be okay. Like, we're not going to like go like dinosaurs. We can't just like go extinct. extinct. He says that. Yeah. That's awesome. And then it just ends with a news report. Like you, something's going wrong. Something is happening. We're not sure. And then the show just ends. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what a dark ending. I but, mean. For me, sometimes it's real is dark. It, yeah. <laughs> life can get dark. Yeah. I go. I go A. Uh, I watched it. I did like it. I love the costumes for the same reason you said. Now I want to go back and watch that last episode. That <laughs> oh, sounds yeah, like it could have been the best too. one. Hey, best character uh, in that. I'll give it a B. I was wondering, did I have the a clip of the last episode? Oh, oh is that the last oh, episode? Oh, you have it? Clip? You gotta I, have no it. way. You got it? Oh, it's not the last episode. Uh, Dang it. I just have part of an episode on there. What do I have in there? I have a few of them in there. Okay, but we'll go back. So he said, what does it land at? I gave it a B. B. I- B B A no A. Okay, yeah. so that's a that's a low mid A B right there. Yeah, let's go for one that. And I only put this in because I knew people might get mad that we're not including stuff for other audiences as well. Did anybody watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I couldn't get that out. <laughs> Curtis did. is the only one. Well, listen, the only one bro. Okay, Ricky said he saw it. Where was that? I mean, uh, I mean, it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it, it yeah. was. It was entertaining. It's a. It's a C for me. Low C. <laughs> yeah, I go C as well. Even though I kind of enjoyed the dark about it, it was very dark in humor. You know, they're obviously witches, and that's what they do. There was a lot of weird. I think Penn and Teller was in it quite a bit uh, as like dating their aunt or something. Salem the cat. Uh, 
as cool as it was because I like dark stuff, still a C. It just didn't really land. Did you watch it? Yeah. I mean, not really, bro. It was like one of those things for me where it'd be like, it would come on and you'd be like, dang it. And then you'd watch it for like 10 <laughs> minutes. And then you'd be like, all right, dude, is Rocco's Modern Life on or something? I'm yeah. going to switch it. That's I got to roll away. Salem the Cat <laughs> you know? is like what made that show really yeah. for me. I'm out, bro. Salem yeah. the Cat was the coolest thing. All right, next one I want to pull up is Boy Meets World. I actually think I have footage of this one. Topanga. Topanga. <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah. go ahead. Go ahead with your Topanga. Oh, yeah. She was, she was definitely a childhood crush for me, dude. I feel like it was everybody's at one point, but definitely an A tier for me. And I like Mr. Sweeney and Feeny, Feeny, Mr. Yeah. Feeney. <laughs> what I say, Sweeney, Sweeney. Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah Sweeney Todd. Mr. Feeney, and then Corey and all them stuff. So I, I liked it a lot. So what did you say it was? I said to A. A. Ricky. A for me. It's very relatable. I, I really liked it. Way too much. I say A as well. I think Corey and Sean. It was such a cool dynamic in the show because Corey was such like a, a good kid, straight edge kid. And then you have Sean who's going through like gnarly stuff in life. And that show like never swayed away from like showing how gnarly things were. This thing just freeze. No, it didn't. Okay. Well, they were doing a long pause. There they are hugging right there. But yeah, it was crazy. They never shied away from like the realism of Sean's like childhood. His upbringing was completely different. It was always dark always he was making the wrong decisions but they always brought it together for the good so i think a because it was very good at storytelling i feel like this came out late 90s because i didn't watch much of it i remember seeing a few episodes mm. of it and it wasn't terrible but i think by that time i was like 18 plus and I was oh, like, so you were kind of out i was like <laughs> out of it i was oh, checked out when this no i'm gonna rank it anyways i'm gonna give it a d no say you guys are right i didn't mention topanga absolutely was my number one childhood for sure yes crush had to be so this was america's second (laughs) (laughs) what do you did you rank it i did not rank it i mean i would be like at a solid c you know it wasn't something i watched all the time but you know as something that we lack in a lot of uh modern day tv is like these shows had like wholesome lessons that you could learn from dude you know and it's like I don't see that as much anymore. And, you know, you got to appreciate it for that. You know, it's just, just you could learn. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. A lot of shows back then, I mean, they would be like about gang violence and then the yeah. show would end and it would be the cast out of character. And they're like, gang violence is no joke. And they're talking to the audience like, if yeah. you know, a kid who brought a gun to school, please do this. And I was like, wow, like you said, they had heart. That, you know, back yeah, then. That's why I loved Married with Children. I mean, it was very <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just so on her. Well, you didn't give it yeah. an actual ranking, though. He did. He, he did. did. He said C. Oh, you he said, said C. C. Okay, yeah. so I think that le- leaves it at like a B right there. C for cool. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Go? Cool, All right, we'll move a little fast because I know we're dragging on. Friends. This was more like the... This has a cult following, man. Huge. Yeah. As much as I would say it, I would choose Seinfeld over 100% of the time. Okay. So. We'll give it a ranking, though. C. C. Yep. Ricky? I give it an A. I still watch it. And a regular. <laughs> it's funny. I say A too because it's more like our both of our wives, kind of yeah. like their go-to like chill show. So just because it's always on at her house, I definitely appreciate it. But I've talked about it before, so I don't go into too much detail. But I would say A too as well. I still do enjoy having it on. Yeah, and I feel like I shouldn't like this one. Like every time I was watching, I was like, why do I like it so much? But the humor was so good in there. The casting was yeah. so and the casting was so good. Um, I, I am more of a Seinfeld fan myself, but I do have to give it an A. I do feel like it was just a really, really good sitcom, and it had a lot of good laughs. I would watch it with Cold my wife. Following. It's, that's what it is. Well, unfortunately, I didn't watch it. Okay, okay, that's fine. that's fine. So I think my rating wouldn't be fair. So triple A and then a C, so that puts it at a low A. All right, up next, ready? Full House. Oh, come on. 
I'll, I'll jump in because my daughters just got done watching it through uh, all the way through. It's a fun show. I can't yeah, get over. Can't There's such a great cast. It's it to me as a kid watching it always felt very wholesome. R.I.P. Bob Saget, which my is, man. Which is funny because Bob Saget, <laughs> in, Bob Saget in real Bob, life wasn't as you know he did a lot of more crude humor and stuff, and he was still my favorite. The Bob most Saget. wholesome dad for some reason. Yeah. Me. The Danny most Taylor. wholesome dad, and he could be the most brutal guy ever, bro. <laughs> yeah. In my, real life, he was a maniac. Yeah, yeah. I saw his like, he goes from show. like wholesome dad to cocaine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was the full full spread. No, I know he was one. It was the most <laughs> vulgar in live. I saw him, and it was one of the most vulgar comedy shows I've ever seen. And he talked a lot about Full House I in the comedy know. show, and it was bad. He said he some things say. about Mary Kate and Ashley oh, that I, I was like, "Remember that? Wow, yeah. I can't yeah. believe he's saying that." I can't remember again, the jokes, it, but. but they were bad those, <laughs> jokes. Those NDAs expired for sure when he got the. <laughs> My favorite role of Bob Saget, though, to this day, was America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes, I yeah. loved him oh, on America's Funniest Home Videos. He was great on that. I'm gonna go A, by the way. Yeah, I'm Christopher and Dusty, A Triple A. I mean, I'm a solid A, too, bro. I mean, you can't go wrong with Full House. I mean, I can actually remember, like, watching them as they came out brand new. You know? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's just, I always enjoyed it. You oh, know, it's never it. been a, always been a great show, dude. It's I mean, Uncle show. Jesse, you got Joey. Joey's great. Joey, yeah. Dude, you guys love Joey. We all said A's. All A's. Man, I'm going to have to hammer this one. I'm giving it a solid D. I actually, every time this show came on, I was like, please let this end. First of all, it seemed like it was on all the time. It was, and it was I, good. Yeah, I maybe because maybe people enjoyed it. I just wanted to change the channel every time. Oh. And I started off maybe kind of liking it, but just was on all the time. And by the end, I was like, I can't take this anymore. I was trying you to You got forced into submission off. of enjoying Full House by the consistent rerun. Yeah, it was just always on, on, on. So I'm oh, giving man. it a D because I right. just wanted that, to that get off. That puts it at a low A because we all had A. So <laughs> I'm gonna, since we were talking about D, for me, I'm going, this was uh, one at my house all the time. Sister, sister. Was, Tamara. What, what, I tried to like it. I think I just loved the intro. It was like one of those shows, the intro would come on. I'm like, woo, sister, sister. Yeah. And then as soon as that was over, I'm like, all right. I hate the show. Yeah. And I tried to rewatch it like six months ago. Made it do like half the first episode. It definitely didn't age well. As a kid, you're kind of like, you're amused about it. And it was like, you. I had like a slight crush on him because I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, honestly, it was trash. It was a D. Yeah, me. it's definitely a D. Ricky? I'm, I'm D in it. That's a C for me. It you can say you can say it's an S. Rick, I bet Ricky you, loved Rick, it. And he was like, oh, shoot, he's, he's got the hammer in it. I, it's I an liked S. it when I was so, like younger. I kind of liked it. And Nicole's like, oh my gosh, I used to watch the show. So me and her would rewatch it. And I'm like, oh, he loves it. 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 Ricky's Ricky's an S. I should have given it an S. S for double S for sister, sister. What about you, you, Chris? I, I didn't watch it enough, so okay. I'm going to pass on Dust Ball? I mean, I, it was cool. You know, I think it was another one of those ones that was like you'd watch it for a solid, like, 10 minutes and be like, what else is on? You know, yeah. it's like, I gotta <laughs> find something else, it. dude. You know, maybe it could have just been where we're kids watching shows about girls' lives and we didn't relate. We're like, well, I don't know, this is nothing. Where, when are they gonna beat each other up and throw rocks? You yeah, know? I mean, that's what I would have waited I for. I get that. It would have been a little more, uh, I'm like, when's George Lopez coming on? If it was up to Ricky, this would be at an S, but we're, putting, <laughs> we're, we're leaving it at a D. All right, I think we have the final two, which we'll move quickly on, are some of the better ones. Fresh Prince. You can't go wrong. Do, 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 a for me. I, the intro, yes, is probably one of the most iconic. Oh, That's intros. an S for me, dog. S? I love it, bro. Uncle Phil, you got you got Will Smith as, uh, what ahead. was Will's ahead, name? Keep going. But yeah, no, I loved it, dude. No, stop it. <laughs> I, I got tripped on my words. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> S tier for me, dog. I loved S-tier. it. 
Riggy? S tier. So good. So good. Jesse those Jones. Coogie sweaters, though. Oh, dude, dude those, those sweaters were those sweaters were always sick to me, dude. Well, let's just mention how gangster he was just for turning his school uniform inside out just to be <laughs> oh, yeah. Running. That shit I, is hard. And still to this day, that that uh, that intro with Uncle Phil that he made with "Bite, bite, bite" yeah. is always stuck in my head. Yeah. I love you. That. Do love the show a lot too. I'm an A with this. I'm not going to go S for me. A, <clears throat> I love <clears throat> it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You okay. Did you say S? No, I said A. Oh, okay. I was it's just not checking. T- it's not as good as sister sister, checking. bro. Come on. Oh, okay. That's the only S in my opinion. <laughs> so, I'm forever uh, tease Ricky about that. I guess uh, Riff will be leaving the building now. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Are you S? I'm a solid S, bro. I mean, two words for you, Riff. Timeless classic. It is a timeless classic. I mean, dude, Will Smith is the best, bro. He's great. Ask Chris Rock about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. One of the best episodes of really heartfelt keep, ones was You know, dad. keep her name out of your mouth. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there you go. Go, bro. You saw, you've, have you seen the dad episode of this? No. Where it's where it's like yeah. their most emotional scene. Will's dad comes back finally, promises he's going to be with him, and then he just leaves again. I mean, Will bro, can just you, wrecks him. Can you ever, like, hear Tom Jones without just wanting to go, like, you know? Oh, like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, oh, so Not on you. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got, Chris? Man, I find this tough not to give it an S. I was <laughs> leaning towards A, but it, dude, when you brought up Carlson, I'm like, oh my I already God, ruined it. I put an A, so, so it's not going to be a quadruple. I'm going to go S. I'm going to go S. You're so going to you brought it down. We have no anyways. quadruple S's yet. Sorry, right, guys. we went S. That, that was my S, 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 S for sure. That was four S's. Okay, Man. well, um, too solid. I'll just start. So this is all, this is like pretty much. So I'm going to drop it. I saved my S plus 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 for last. <sighs> Home Improvement. It's my favorite 90s sitcom of all time. To this day, Uh Home Improvement, I've been watching it with my wife. It's just one of my favorite shows. I love the way he is with his kids, his silliness, Al Borland, the way the wife is, and she's just just a fiery spitball as well. I love this show to death. S++. I'm going to follow you up with an S. I absolutely (gasps) love this one. Mm -hmm. I did. I really loved it. I mean, every time it came on, I was just... It was. The, I think it was the funniest of all of them. And to there this was, day, it's like when you think of like power or tools, like everybody from our age is like, oh, just like holds tools up and, you know, oh, yeah. more power. Created the path. <laughs> yeah. Paved the way. Paved the way. <laughs> Paved the way. What do you got, Dust Ball? I mean, I'm going to throw an S in there, bro. Okay. Okay. I mean, oh, yeah, dang. I, honestly, I'm a I huge just, S. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that I had like a neighbor I could talk to through the fence because oh, will yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's does. what I remember the most. I need life advice through like a Bro, plank of wood. Did you know <laughs> one of the best comments I ever heard? And I'm so sorry if it offends you. You sent me a picture of it, so it won't. Someone commented in our video, Dusty looks like the kind of guy whose best friend is named as Wilson. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, yeah, yeah. I liked it. That, I liked it. That, I laughed so hard when you sent me that it comment. It was funny. It was funny. I give him that. I give him my E for effort. Okay, you know? oh, there you go. Uh, last two. I'm an S. I'm a big Tim, Tim Allen fan. It's up to Ricky now. Since you guys downed on Sister Sister. <laughs> you can, you can oh, put whatever you want, bro. Is, I'm going to make it an S. Dude, I love Home Improvement. Yeah, so good. Right. Hey, hey, it's it's good. At least we know you can't lie to yourself on that one. That's true. I do like that so much. All right, so to end it, we always say the highest rated one was Home Improvement. Fresh Prince in second. And last place, we got Sister Sister, rest in peace. Favorite. On to the next, Curtis. <laughs> All righty, guys. We're going to go on to our next topic. It's going to be ideal people to sell to. Yes. Now, going on to this, it's going to be more of like, who are like the ideal people that you look to sell to? Like YouTubers? Do you have store owners? Do you have wholesalers? Here's the uh, easy. It might be I easier mean, the ideal the, per- the ideal person to sell to is the end user. I mean, that's going to be the best. 
So it, it, you it, know? when you're at the swap meets or on <laughs> eBay what, or whatever it is, where do you sense the majority of your sales coming from? The internet. eBay. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, bro, you'd, like, sweat at the swap meet for, like, eight hours, and then I'd sometimes open my email and three items have sold that's, like, doubled in the entire time of me doing all this manual labor and standing there, you know? So it's, like, it's, yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer. Is When you're at the swap meet, are most of your sales coming from, I mean, like, are they resellers? Are they regular people just I mean, collecting? I bring, like, a, a thin percentage of stuff that, like, people really like mm. and i mean and then the rest is kind of what a crap show you know it's like just nailing whoever you can i mean dude you know somebody like the the most beautiful thing about selling this way is like well you know when you've done you've all done professional shows of like a collectible show you know somebody's got your sealed Mario 3 and you're like oh man I, I just I can't do it bro it's just too cheap and it burns your soul while you're selling it dude when somebody holds up an extension cord and I'm like 10 bucks and they're like will you take 7 I'm like yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean there is no soul pain at all it's like oh you want to buy used toenail clippers alright dollar thank you you know think oh about it bro it's, it's the most painless way to make money like just not giving a flying poop got it so, <laughs> we're offering, so we're offering too much ricky we really are dude. <laughs> dude i mean no no i mean you know on the good you got it don't you even open retract, that door you could retract it all i can retract <laughs> you're like you got your buyers right here. yeah <laughs> i don't care bro. i mean they're buyers but it is what it is you know it's like if the shoe fit where is it nice merchandise nice price so know? i know you like, said you make more money obviously online at the swap meet do you can you recall like some of that like what maybe the one of the biggest paydays was in air quotes at a swap meet like you went home with total what, sales. total sales and you're like wow i can't believe today i just walked away with at a swap meet i mean i've broke some double digit days you know okay at not a golden west specifically but i mean in a certain show settings i've had some like tender crazy days yeah i mean it's like but not that's when you bring the heat though you know it's like your customers is like how you build a day because you know in my brain i spent so many thousands on this hmm. and like i build these little packages so like them like you guys could be like a piece of a puzzle for like a few other people you know i got like a i got multiple pixel guys you know i got different how, groups how dare you have you know? <laughs> yeah you know but it's it's a different for a different seat Got it. You know? Got it. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I have this person that like, oh, okay, I know that they'll buy $300 of this category. So I'm going to build them a little package, you know, when they come over, be like, hey, you know, I got this for you. I'm not going to let anybody else look. Here's your stuff. <laughs> yeah, that'd be us you're talking about. Uh, I mean, you know, I got a few. Okay. But, okay. Are, are there higher end, like, do, do guys like us, like, uh, that you sell to, like, you, you got like a pixel guy that's like. A thousand or two thousand? Oh yeah, no, I got some crazy guys. Usually it's more more private sales, so you know, like usually some of that stuff just doesn't make it out there because it's yeah. like comes a point where it's annoying. Like you don't want like if you have something like some nice stuff, you just don't even want people to see it because then they get the wrong idea in their head, and then like it might funk them out on all the other stuff because they're like, wow, there's this something good, but we can only buy this, and you're like, you know, you want to you want to make them think they're getting the best pick of the litter. Mm. You know what I mean? Got it. Now, would you say, like, who has, like, over time been, like, ideally the cheapest, like, buyers that you've had? Oh, like, dude, I'm, I don't. Like, uh, people who pay the least. It. 
Like people who pay the least. I don't, <laughs> like, I mean, don't say the Blake, buyer, but Blake, they say the cheapest. I mean, I look for nickel and diamond, dude. I'm I a, mean, just speaking of Blake, I mean, I'm generally, I mean, I've always learned in life, you got to be really light. You can't trust gingers. But anyways. For those who don't know that, that's right on Pixel Game Squad, one of Chris's best just, buddies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is one of my I love Blake, bro. Yeah, Blake is awesome. You got to give him a hard time. More like who pays the least for things. You've all seen the South Park episode, you know? No, there's yeah. a lot of true things, you know. Carmen, <laughs> you know what's up, Dusty goes to South Park for truth. Pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. plays very true. You know, they play off of what's real. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. What are some of like the riskiest places that you sell at? Mm. Riskiest, yeah. like in what way? Stuff's like, got soul, stolen. stolen. We were we were, we there. were there at Long Beach. Or things get broken or something like had that. Had the hookup pants. Oh and yeah, someone dude. took them when he put them down. Damn you, Blake. <laughs> you have to remind me, bro. I still owe him at least like another like fifty here, fifty there on top of deals. To, like, he felt horrible he about it. Oh, the yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you guys can tell the story. I mean, you... it was just weird, bro. I mean, you know, actually, you know, gingers might be more trustworthy. You know who's not trustworthy? <laughs> Let's hear it, Dusty. Is more than two guys together with blue IKEA bags. That's like that oh, seems to be number resale. one. <laughs> Biggest huh? reseller. That's that's the resellers, bro. Blue IKEA bags is resellers. I mean. Even I, I do a lot of Rose Bowls, you know, I do a lot. And, like, I've caught them multiple times where they'll come in, like, packs of three. They carry these big blue bags to try to help block things. And then they, you know, they'll, like, one they'll one will stand in the middle and they'll be talking. And, like, one like one of them will go through first and you'll watch them pull just, like, a corner on a hanger. And then the next one comes and just convenient lets it drop in the bag. And, you know, it's like they got this, like, whole little system. And you're like, yeah, come on, bro. You Have know? you physically caught someone like, oh, yeah. uh, hey, stop. Dude, I, actually, you know, it blew my mind because it got to a point at Rose Bowl where it's so bad, like the theft of these. And it, I hate to say it, but it's like this younger generation now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I in my past time, I mean, I sold a Rose Bowl probably for eight years, you know, probably up to the last couple of years. There's been like an uprise of just like thieves. Yeah. And it's these young people. I don't know if like their parents don't teach them or they just don't have no morals. It's like in my world, I'm like, dude, grow some balls and go steal from Walmart. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like most of the people out here are like people that are like, we went and found this stuff. We worked for it. We paid with it for our money. And then you're going to come like steal it from somebody who's like a hardworking person. You know, if you want to steal, like at least you know, grow a pair and just go get it from corporate America. We were literally, you know? we yeah, did yeah. A, the last podcast we did when you weren't here yet hasn't gone out, but we talked about, that was the main topic was theft on the rise. It's crazy. It, yeah, it, and I experience it with my stores because we've talked about it and I've always felt the same way. I'm like, dude, you're stealing like direct from me. Like I'm not yeah. a Walmart. You're not a Walmart. Like, no, bro. By the way, this isn't condoning direct. stealing from Walmart. No, no, by no, any means. Don't, no, don't no, steal no, from anywhere Walmart. you're a scumbag. We'll just but call it the corporate conglomerate. Corporate, yeah. yeah, corporate where maybe they can handle the loss a little bit more when you're Stealing like a hundred dollar shirt from you, I mean that's a big loss. Yeah, and I mean sometimes I it's like a shirt that I paid sixty bucks for, and I'm just, right. and I, I'll take eighty. I'm just making like a twenty, you know. But if it's like crazy because you, sometimes you get clipped for like a few hundred or two hundred dollar items, and you're like, dang, dude, that just like chiseled into my bottom line. Like that was kind of painful. Yeah. What have you yeah. done when you caught somebody stealing? I mean, dude, the last time I caught somebody stealing, it kind of hurt my head because it actually became a point to where like one of the guys that works with me that helps me in his past life he was not a good person Mm -hmm. so he's actually like a double professional bro like for body language like i guess thieves and stuff they have certain body language and certain things they do which some of it i can't spot but my friend's really good so i was like screw you know i started i started hiring 
a second guy, a third guy to come to Rose Bowl with me. And I literally just buy him a beer and a bag of chips. And I say, hey, dude, just stand across the aisle and just act like you're looking at other people, like secret shopper style, and just watch. Because sometimes I can't watch everything. You get too big of a group and you have things going and then they wait for you to turn your back. I was like, just watch from like a couple booths away. Let's just start nailing mm-hmm. these fools, you know, like one by Let's embarrass them. So the first time we did this, you know, I look over and it's these young girls, dude. I mean, just you wouldn't even expect. Just look so innocent like they just got off the school bus. And I look over and, you know, and it's like, it's funny how you learn, you know, like you can't judge any book by its cover. Yeah. You know, and you look... And then he's like, you next thing you know, I turn away and I hear him yelling and I look over and he's like yanking like a sweater out of the girl's bag. And I'm like, I'm like, you're like 14. It's like, I was going to ask how old they were like probably, you know, like young. So it's like he was getting ready to like, kind of like shove. I was like, dude, no, 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 (laughs) no, 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 not even. But he was like almost like a little bit. I was like, dude, I was like, just let him go. I was like, don't touch him. Just let him go. Like, there's nothing that you can do. This is like a small amount of money. They're too young. It's only going to become a problem for us. I was like, just whatever. Let him just give it yeah. back. Let him go. You know, it's like it's uh, sometimes you just you got to take a situation for how it is. You know, you don't want to like uh, it's hard to cause too much of a problem. I mean, at Golden West, I mean, we probably bust like two to five people every swap meet. I mean, there's every no, swap really? every swap meet. That's horrible. That's every but, weekend. You know, this wow. is this wow. is older people. You know, these are like mm. the old like the the one like the ones that just kind of walk I mean, around looking for things. I'm not going to speak of ethnicities, but I mean, <laughs> it's like you know, there's a large portion of uh, <clears throat> shoppers at Golden West, and they're. I mean, they're usually older, bro. Like, I mean, these, it'll be like some grandma. And, you know, I learned another thing in life, like, of not judging a book by its cover, is like, if you were a piece of crap when you were young, you might still be a piece of crap when you're, like, wrinkly and old. There's, like, you'd think, like, a senior citizen, like, oh, yeah, they're innocent and sweet, you know, or like, they're not, they're honest, but, dude, it, like, comes in all shapes and sizes, too, yeah. you know, not to just pick on the, uh, young dudes with their blue ikea bags but i mean it comes another uh, <laughs> but they are a large percentage and now getting back to blake that's there was three guys there with ikea bags at that moment and i turned away for a second and turned and i was like well where did that go and then i thought about it and i was like oh ikea bag mother truckers you i know? remember I'm like, and, yeah and they were hookups pants that were worth like 500 yeah they're 500 500 straight up jet stock hookup pack which, yes. which if people don't know in the vintage world hookup stuff even t-shirts jeans, yeah dude and these like you expensive. know they have a little character on them they're brand new with the tags it's yeah nice, and blake dude. said he set it down for just like one it was second and then he like turned around turned back around and they were like gone we walked up to him like yeah. right yeah. when it happened. it happened we could just see in his eyes like what happened and he was he felt horrible about it he did yeah. no and i i mean I, I feel for him and he ended up buying the other pair because he felt bad yeah he was like he trying was to like, make up for it he's trying to make up for it but i mean that really made me angry bro. yeah i was like we're all like for the next week i was on instagram like hashtag hookups so i was like oh, i'm gonna find this i was like i'm gonna find this fool you know i was i was looking for him bro i was gonna light him up Smart. Just, you know just i hop- was like i was trying bro i was like i hope they i hope they decided to brag they get greedy yeah yeah just to hop in on it, because we're talking about it, one of the things with my stores that has bothered me the most over the years is when I have what what I think is a good customer that like comes in all oh, the time. So and worse. I had this one couple that would come in all the time, and they would always look at Pokemon cards. Worse, and they would be and they would leave, and they would chat, and they were so friendly. Mm-hmm. And then they this is what always got me. It was the girl. She would go, "Man, aren't we your best customers? Like, we spend so much money here." 
And I'm, I, I had an employee that worked for me. He's like, man, I don't trust them. And mm. I was like, really? I was like, oh, they seem like good people. He's like, I don't trust them. I think they're stealing. One time I'm watching the cameras. She was stealing Pokemon cards, and I caught her red-handed, wow. came out of the back room and was like, mm. I caught you stealing. And I was furious because it, for years she had been coming in. Wow. And you've, I you felt just how much so betrayed. I was like, man, you've been and – and I just kicked her out, but I was, very, I was angry with her. I was like, you've been doing this for years. That's I don't I even know how many it. thousands of dollars. And right to my face, you would lie to me and i was like man that is the worst i've had that before opinion. too that's a gut-wrenching thing you know like yeah. i i had like some customers saw me where i was like hey one guy hey you know you'd come by yeah check out this box of jewelry you know you can go through it i don't need to watch you you know you bought you buy stuff yeah, I you're trust you're good yeah guy. like they gain your trust and then yeah, but yeah. it was funny because he didn't realize that the guy standing four feet away from him was one of the guys that works with me and he was just standing there staring at him and the guy was just like i walked away to go to the bathroom i was like i'll be right back and then uh, I guess when I, my friend told me I was gone, he's like, dude, he's all the guy like, you know, he came up and said he brought the tray up and he's like, oh, I don't need this and put it down. And then my friend was just like, hey, what about all the ones you stuffed inside your shirt? You know, Ooh, oh, like, straight up, you know, yeah, just uh, nailed him red handed. He was trying to take like the best five pieces and not pay. You know? OK, so I got like, to get off a little bit of a downer Sorry. subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go like, a little bit better. What would you say is like the potential in this field of like buying storage units and lockers like that? Like what is the potential for somebody just getting into it? It's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be able to absorb like a lot of loss to get gain. Mm. You know, it's not like I mean, you could jump into it, but you'd have to like start really, really cheap and just hope to like. And it's like weird, like you know, the crappier the rooms look, the the harder it is to find something good. But I mean, you know, you can't ever judge it by how it looks because I mean, some amazing things have come out of things that look like nothing that these guys have bought. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of swings of the bat for that. But I mean. What do you think, like, is there, like, an actual number that you think, like, say Ricky and I, right? like, we buy stuff all the time, we're not, we've never done storage lockers, though, how much money would you, as a friend, to be like, hey, you probably want to have, like, so-and-so thousands of dollars, kind of, like, as mm-hmm. your investment into it before you start returning? It's not so much that, it's, like, it's having a machine already. Like, mm-hmm. if you have, like, like, me at this point, I have five storage units that are 30 feet that are stacked to roof with merchandise, you know, I have... A lot of good stuff that I can sell at any time. So it's like, you need something behind you for if you fall. Like, so, like, after you bought so much, you might have a bunch of stuff that's paid off in one room. But then this room, I just all of a sudden got nailed hard and I need more money. So then I just go peel off of the profit from something else. It's like having a machine that kind of keeps the wheels rolling. But, like, just coming out of the gate, it's it's more difficult, you know? It's such a tricky animal to figure out. Mm. Having the capacity to move these things, knowing how to get rid of certain things. Yeah. You Do know, you have, that, like, storage facilities for, like, the stuff that you keep? Like all the Like, the, all the extra stuff that comes from the lockers? Oh, yeah. You? I'm a good customer, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a good customer. That's why I'd kind of asked earlier about, like, what you do. Like, not necessarily all the garbage that's going to be thrown out, but obviously there's different tiers of stuff. There must be, mm-hmm. like, amazing stuff, eBay. Mm-hmm. Then you do flea markets. Like, what other outlets do you find that, like, like you said, it's like a machine. Like, I would just think when you buy all this, like, what what do you do with all of it? Like, what is the process to I mean, to, to launder it? Clean your money, dog. A better word. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, pretty much the process is just to go through it. I mean, you're gonna cut it up. You're gonna find stuff. You're gonna make the box. It's like, oh yeah, this ain't. No one's buying this. This is going home. You know what I mean? You find, sometimes you get make the the Percy pile. You know, once in a while you get a little personal. 
But, you know, as, as you buy more and more, it's harder to find things that make you happy. True. But, you know, it gets cut up. Mm. You know, you might see certain things for like, oh, wow, you know, this is a really cool grouping of World War II stuff. Military. So I got my, my guy for that. You know, you, you might have like a few pipeline guys. And then you're going to, you know, there's oddball things, too, that like only the Internet can sell. Like if you try to buy storages yeah. and you don't do eBay, you're failing most likely. Or you're not failing necessarily, but... You're working really, really hard. Like eBay is like, especially in today's prices of the units, how high they are, you have to like in some way, shape or form, like sell on the Internet or have some really solid customers. I'm just going to jump in on that, too, because I've been selling online for years now. And eBay, for me, like with the rare mm -hmm. stuff, there are certain things that I cannot sell. Anymore. No, no, no. They're just never going to sell like rare martial arts VHS for like Got 150 it. bucks. Yeah. Nobody is ever going to walk in and pay 150 bucks. I have to go to eBay. Yeah. Yeah. That. And I so, mean, sometimes you put out those rare things in your store because you feel proud. You're like, oh, this is bad right here. But then after it sits out. there for like two months two, and not one person. Or two passed, years. Once the dust yeah. starts building, even if it's a good item, it's like even as a shopper, yeah. you almost think it's not a good item because mentally when you see the dust, I mean, you're like, eh, it's just been sitting there. But you know online you see it selling, so you almost have to, and for what you do and for what I do owning stores, I feel like you have to complement it with eBay. I do, I, the, I do the sleeper potential test sometimes when I'm selling. Like Golden West, like something really random, like that, you know, you'd have to almost be like some, have some Rain Man skills to know that it's worth uh. money, <laughs> you know, and I put, I'll, I'll put it on the table. I kind of mixed in, I'll watch it, you know, maybe like a good 300, $300 item, $400 item. And I'll just like calculate the ratio of how many people actually look at it and pick <laughs> it up to know my odds when I go back out into the field to see like, Tricks if this trade. item is on somebody's table uh, is are people even going to ask about it? You know, like type. It's just weird. I don't know. But you I, know what? I, you understand. I do. I want to say I'm. Um, I actually. I think I told you this, but I follow you on eBay. I have a few saved sellers. You're one that I follow on eBay. I love to like look at what you're listing, and I love to look at what you're selling. Because you, I think you, like, as good as I am with video games and collectibles and Pokemon cards, yeah. like, I'll see some stuff that you list, and I'm like, I would have looked at that and just thought that was complete garbage. Mm. And you'll have it listed for, like, $2,000. And then I'll go back, like, a week later, I'm like, that sold for $2,000. Wow. And it could be, like, some Asian dog trinket thing or something. Oh, you know, I like, know what you're talking about. And yeah. I said, like, well, sold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, 600 yeah. 700 A question I yeah. have. That's weird. That's but weird. I'm impressed by that. I, I feel like you have probably... Probably with the amount of stuff that you look at, you have to be a master and expert in a lot of different fields of what yeah. has value. Well, the talent that comes from like years growing up in a different environment. Dude. Like I'm from originally from Arizona, so it's like where I learned where to like when I started doing eBay and I learned to buy for eBay. Like finding like nice finding this certain stuff was hard, bro. Finding merchandise mm. was hard. And I mean, here, like in Southern California, there's stuff coming out all the time. Every corner, there's auctions every single day. I mean, Arizona, this is a lot more slim. So like to learn how to survive, I mean, you just start maxing out on categories, you know, just like and real quick, bro. It'd be like, you know, and it, I think it helps, too. I started in a time when there was no smartphones. So like I would go to the swap meet and something would be really cool. And like it was kind of cool then because it's like something was 300 bucks. Like, automatically, like, it was down to, like, two people that would, like, maybe gamble on it if nobody uh, was there that was an expert. You know, because nobody, a, a large majority of people are afraid to buy something if they don't know what it's worth or without totally. their phone. 
So I guess maybe that's where the gambler kind of came. I used in. to enjoy, <laughs> I used to enjoy that part of game hunting. Oh yeah, like when we started our channel, obviously internet was around, but it wasn't prominent at all to look up stuff. And I prefer game hunting that way. Obviously yeah. now that I resell as well, I have to look up the stuff that I plan on reselling. But I enjoyed that like yeah. taking a shot. Like, let's go for yeah, it. Like yeah, let's, let's see. I learned a lot of stuff that I don't have to look up, so it maybe seems totally. like real clean. You know, you just because I don't. I never like it like. I think it's really uh, uneducated when people, like, will pick up an item and, like, pull out their phone in front of your face, like, trying to research, like, it's, like, basically, like, saying to me when I'm selling to you, like, can I outsmart you? So, like, my new thing is sometimes, (laughs) you know, it's like, I gave you a price, and I'm actually really not sure, but I just gave you a price of what I roundabout of what I think it, you know, what I think is a fair price. So, you know, now I do this thing. People pull out their phone. I'm like, well, you know, I did it to a kid like a few weeks ago. I think I funny. heard you say yeah, it. I love it. Yeah. I always hear <laughs> it. Yeah, I was like, oh, you were going to pull out your phone. I'm going to pull out my phone. Yeah. And if, it, if I'm going to check with you, if it's worth a lot more, I'm just going to raise the price now. You know, like you need to learn how to at least like take a risk sometimes. Nope. Either take a risk or just get smart, bro. And go around the corner and look it up the, and come back. I, I do that. I do. Yeah. I feel so uncomfortable doing it yeah. once in a while. <laughs> if know? it's like, but I'll, I'll maybe scan like a DVD or something because I'm like, all right, I don't, you know, I don't care necessarily. But usually what I will do is I will walk around the corner. I'll say, I'll be right back. I'm interested in the item. I'll go look it up away from the vendor. I just feel bad. Yeah. I mean, there's like a, there's doing a certain it. price point of just not caring. I mean, it's like... Right. If it's a couple it, bucks, I'll just take a shot. It's 20 bucks. Even. I won't... Like, you're right. You spend $10 on a cup of coffee. Never thought about that. You it know what I mean? When you get into the... <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, bro, I have these people that come around to my booth, and it is my favorite, bro. I... A way I used to, before I started sell, I started selling the whole booth to a guy that comes from Mexico to get rid of all the yeah, leftovers. Yeah, yep. But previously, I was just like maybe at 11, 12 o'clock, I'd just go down, everything's a dollar. I wouldn't care what it was, a dresser, a piano, whatever's there, whatever's left. I just close my eyes and just start collecting dollars. I'd not even look at what I'm selling because I don't want to feel bad. You just want to move. And I mean, I'd have these people that would come over, bro, for a dollar an item. And they would oh. literally build a pile and like they would have, I'm like, I told them. I literally told them. They don't even come to my booth anymore since this day. I told them. I was like, dude, if you can't come over here and buy 20 items at a dollar an item and go home, even if you throw three quarters of it in the trash and not make money, then you really need to find a new job. Yes. Thank <laughs> like, you I suck mean, at reselling. You suck at <laughs> yeah. reselling. Or, or collecting. Like, are you going to sit here for a dollar an item and look up every single item and like... It's like, you're a waste of time for me. Like, I don't need you as a customer. But will you take a quarter each? Like, you hear that, and it's like, are you joking me right now? But it's like, you should just not do this at this point. You know, (laughs) just spend $20. If you go home and one item's 30 and you make 10 bucks and the other nine items go in the trash, like, who cares? Like, what are you missing around the corner while you're wasting your time looking up crap for a dollar to sell it for 10 you know no that's fair that's fair all righty guys we're gonna go on to our next topic it's gonna be growing up in the 90s i wanted to talk about this because i truly believe the 90s is the king of kings again it's we're biased that's always going to be every generation is going to say their generation was we could call it the last generation of going outside (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm huge with you on that the last generation of going outside the last generation before social media became a big part of the world and cell phones and technology made our children into zombies yeah 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 but yeah, so basically for this, I did I did a video recently on Pixel Game Squad where I did like this whole you guys will hear it, it's coming up, but the audience heard it by then, this whole like love letter to the nineties. And that was a huge part of it. 
like you made friends with the people you were with yeah, because well, you were there. You talked to them. Don't you remember like neighborhood hide and seek? Like it's like the ditch, so ditch of, you know, it's like every like kid from the house is on the street, like 20 would come out and just have a massive game in the neighborhood. Like, does that no. even exist anymore? No, 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 no pickup no, games. And if it does, you see the kids like this. Do we? Yep, they'd be on their phone. Just Dude. staring at their phone like zombies, like literal. We've literally turned into The Walking Dead, and we th we laugh, but it's like that's what all of your kids look like. My mom, the reason why we went to the swap meet so much is because we uh, like always needed new socks. The reason why we always needed new socks is we never had shoes on, and we'd always play wiffle ball games in the front with no no shoes on. So every time we run through the yard, it would just rip holes on every pair of socks we got. So she'd be like, we're getting the dollar socks from the swap now. <sighs> you guys grew <laughs> up in uh, cool neighborhoods where you had a lot of neighbors. I, I was surrounded by woods so i just oh, was in the woods yeah. all the time oh, makes sense. i was just exploring the woods that's, that's how i grew up cool, though, climbing bro. trees and but that's, see, that's dirt bikes and trails and Wilderness, fishing baby. but imagine now point. being at a certain point that yeah. age with technology around in the woods You'd have every reason not to want to go outside. Well, I did have one technology. It was called video games. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my best friend for a long time. Yeah, but it was a combination of both. But. Also, bed till random. We can leave it in. There's a little, the timer showing up on there. I don't think it really matters, but we'll keep that in. It's all good. Yeah. I, I wanted to get from everybody because I, I you know, the 90s is just fantastic. Great I kind of wanted everyone to, to spew out. Your favorite movie from the 90s, your favorite game from the 90s, and your favorite band from the 90s. I'm, I'm going to have Curtis go first on this one. Let, let's start I with... Guess, I mean, because like, you guys grew up kind of like in like the 90s, actually. Like, we grew I, up like actually. I'm like mid-90s. Yeah. What year were you born? 95. Two. Okay. So, I mean, like I was on the cusp of it, you know yeah. what I mean? But I mean, like I, I wouldn't say... You were a 90s baby. I was a 90s baby. Yeah. I would say I'm a 90s baby. I grew up in it. I would say like... So, what music were you was listening early to when you were four? <laughs> The Wiggles. You got it. Mr. Roboto, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> when I was listening to music, I, like if it was a favorite band, I would say Green Day. That was your okay, band? Okay, yeah. That's a good one. I liked Green Day. And then um, I have her movie. Well, we're doing a, music first. Music? We'll go, we'll go in a row, and then we'll go to movie. Well, my, then, it's, then mine's uh, Green Day. Okay, Green Day. Yeah. Green Day was my skateboarding band oh, back yeah. in the day. That was I would say that band. as they went into the 2000s, they kind of got like boy bandy a little bit more. Oh. You know what I mean? I get that. So I liked it. It was more of a look up punk before, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the skater '90s look. Yeah. So. Okay, so that was your yeah. defining '90s band, Ricky. Yep. Uh, it, it was a split for me. Okay. So Smashing Pumpkins, because Ooh. you know I used to love Smashing Pumpkins, and then uh, we always stuck with Beatles. But I'm going to stick with '90s, so I'm going to go Lit. Lit. Oh, wow. my, my own worst enemy, bro. It's no surprise to me. I am <laughs> my own worst enemy. Wow, Chris, oh. do you not know that band? I know yeah. Lit, but I never really listened to it. Dude, not, not many people would know, you, that know song. Lit. They yeah. definitely yeah. had their one, their couple yeah, one dude, hit ones. You just straight burned my brain. Right I'm now. sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sorry. And this is coming from that's because we were, I, like. I was mainly into rock. So in 90s, I only, I like didn't get into much. I was mainly into Beatles, Zeppelin, that, that, that kind yeah, of stuff. We classic. So I had to go 90s. I was like, all right, 90s, I guess I listened to more pumpkins. I'm with you on the pumpkins call. Pumpkins? Huge. I do love pumpkins. Love pumpkins. For me, great timing for me to say it. I was a huge Blink 182 kid. Man, Enema, no. the same Enema. <laughs> does does he reactions to all of because these? He has a background in music, so you know but I'm like, come on, Blink How many shows did you play at the, the House of Blues? A few. I don't know. 47, bro. No, not Come at 47. Me. There's been a few. Though. I did House of Blues, Roxy, Viper Room. That's awesome. All that stuff multiple times. It's part of my life. But but in the 90s for me, I don't know why. How many I, locations, though? Ooh. Probably 
a lot. Not not not. I didn't travel much for it though. I've seen the ones in different states, Ooh. brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was big time. <laughs> I played the one next to a lot of Gators. <laughs> no, I I did love Blink 182 in the 90s. And Enema of the State came out in 1999, which was one of my favorite albums of all time. They just got back together. So that's a big thing for me. Nobody else in this room cares. I, I, I zoned I like out. Blink, I, like Blink. I also like Jay Z and Snoop Dogg were my if I have to go hip hop and rap type. No, nah, we're just going band. We're just going band. All right, yeah, I was like, you're claim to fame. Your claim to fame is Blink One Eighty Two. I stand by Blink One Eighty Two. If you're a punk rock kid, I, that was me, Chris. I was a huge 90s, like, new metal, which is a newer term. Oh it wasn't called God. new metal back then. <laughs> yeah. But I loved, like, Korn, Deftones, Tool. Like but my number one of all of them, and it kind of defined my, like, whole high school period, was I am a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. I uh, absolutely yeah. love Rage Against the Machine. Wow. Still listen to them a lot today. They were heavy. Yeah. They were definitely heavy. They I were think they great. were just way ahead of their time politically. I just loved how hard it was. Um, some of the best mosh pits. I used to mosh a lot back in the day. <laughs> and some of the best mosh pits I've ever been to are Rage Against the Machine. Throwing elbows, dude? I used to get down in the mosh pits. Yeah, I love wow. it. Wow. I could yeah. see you in mosh pits for All sure. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be, uh, go. well, I might be in a mosh pit this weekend. Ooh. I'm going to the power trip, so Tool and Metallica will be out there. Tool might have a good mosh pit, Metallica. Metallica's a good one. Yeah, sure. Metallica. I'm not into either of them. From the 80s. Well, I guess maybe 1990. It, it, it carries yeah. on, yeah. Once it, the deeper Metallica got into the right. 90s, it was going Mr. straight downhill. Dusty Mr. <laughs> Hater of other people's preferred music choices. <laughs> what do you like? I'm interested I in this mean, Honestly, I think the like 90s is like the beginning of the end for like music i mean i think like in the early 90s is when it started to become acceptable to suck at your instrument mm. you really think about it you okay. know like i actually understand that. like the seattle like grunge wave and stuff it's like let's go buy a guitar and practice for 60 days and make a band Some and not even course. like yeah you know it's like it was kind of the beginning of the end but i mean i've always been more of like an old soul i think i didn't really listen to any of that stuff much Wow. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I do most, get that. Yeah. I, I actually very much understand what you're saying. Do I think Blink 182? Going back to the band, that I, I mean, I could play all their songs, and I'm not like even trained on well, that. Well, there's at all. a point of like being a good songwriter too, and making good music. They were but, smart being songwriters yeah. and making hits. That's for sure. I mean, there was like a point. It's, it's a fine line. You know what I mean? So I love classic rock too. I always have. But you know what I found interesting recently is I've I start seeing more and more kids that when I say kids, like 13, 14 year olds. Mm -hmm. And I saw a few of them, and I had to ask one of them because they, I see them with Deftone shirts on, Corn. Uh, no, but I ask them, I'm like, do you listen to it? They're like, oh, man, I love it. And I think that the 90s bands, a lot of them, like the Deftones, the Corn, all that, mm -hmm. I think that that's becoming the new generations, like classic rock. That they're a little bit yeah. distant from the Zeppelins and the Beatles. When you turn on and classic radio on a Earth 101, <laughs> yeah. it was always like the Temptations and doo-wop. And it like messed with my soul when I turned it on recently. And it was like 90s music. And I was like, I get it. That is oldies. But I'm wow. like, it's my like brain's like, now. no, that doesn't count in my head. Yeah. Right. In our heads, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. That's probably how our parents felt about that we listening to like now. Led Zeppelin and Journey. Our parents were like, you like this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that was the but, best period of music. Yeah, that's that's kind of hard to like register in your head. Yeah, but I've seen these it kids is. wearing like De I went up to him and I was like, "You like the Deftones?" He's like, "Dude, Deftones are my favorite band." I'm like, "That's my favorite band, one of my favorites." I'm oh, like, "What the heck?" So, wow. yeah, I don't know why I always hated the Deftones. Now, oh, I love that. I was anti Deftones. I was anti '90s music. That's okay. When, when you played, you were a keyboardist, right? For yeah. the World of Live. 
back in like early. Well, 2000s. no, that that was that was a dark time too, bro. Because that was kind of like emo music or metalcore. Metalcore. So, I, mean, no. I can't. I can't claim to. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you still toured. Like I, would, I mean, like yeah. I mean, that was like more of a good time, you know. I wouldn't claim for that to be like the like a musical like pinnacle for me, you know. I think even when I played that music, I think I was into like. Like a lot of different things, you know, like right. all the way from like jazz to like death metal, black metal. I went all over the place, all yeah. over the board, you know. Sweet. I'm like that. I love all music. I'm like a. I'm so, all I'm over the board. Yeah. Like I can turn on like straight up ranchero music, you know. I, there's a lot of things yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. mind. Oh, right. I mean, you, you could have the range of music and what you Oh, bro, to something sure. about when you turn that on, like when you're working somewhere, you turn that on, bro, just like you're loading all happy. <laughs> just dude. All happy. Yeah, yeah it makes me just keep going. Yeah, dude. Like. All right, what about movie? All right, mine is always going to be Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers? Always going to be pick. Small Soldiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big Chip Hazard fan, man. I loved when that first, when they're breaking out of the, the like animated part of it, when they're breaking out of the box, and you just get pumped when you see them all coming out, and you're like, let's go, dude. That's, that's my a, biggest fan. That's a good pick. Yeah, that's yeah. Pick. Wasn't it, was the Small Soldiers, was that the one? That was recorded, that was filmed in Orange, was it? Or, I think, I think you're circle? right. I wouldn't yeah. know. It. I think it was filmed right. in the Orange Circle, right? In Orange. Yeah, yeah you can watch, like, I watch it after I moved to Orange uh, a while ago. I watched that. It was like kind of tripped me out. I was like, wait a minute. You know? <laughs> I, know. I know where this is at. You know? What about you, Ricky? <sighs> tripped me out because I couldn't, I didn't know whether to go to ki- kids or like adult. Whatever your favorite night so, I just went adult. I just went up straight up Terminator 2. Ooh. Yeah. I know Chris is a big I Terminator I do like Terminator 2. Yeah. Was I wasn't going to so say that, though. You weren't? Surprisingly, no. Good. I, I have my favorite as Home Alone. It's my, one of my favorite movies of all time, Great too. Though. But I didn't want to put that because it's so expected of me to say it. Mm. So I picked two of my less talked about ones. One is Liar Liar oh, with wow. Jim Carrey. Oh, that's good. Good. I love that movie. I think it's one of Jim Carrey's funniest movies because he's not being like Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber funny. He's being like dad funny. And then my other it's favorite, which movie. is kind of a sleeper. I'm curious to see if I get reactions in here, if anyone knows it. Anybody know Clifford with Martin Short? Yeah. Ooh, I like the silence the because all the Clifford fans right now who are out there are like, Riff, preach it, bro. You're giving us a good one. Clifford, hey. the big red dog? No. no Clifford, uh, <laughs> no, the, the dad from Beethoven's in it. Yes. Yeah. It, look up Clifford. Uh, I think you have seen it. Give man, it a watch is sometime. Your movie it's to a pick. great movie. Yeah. Watch it when you get a chance with your kids. I think it's Very great. wholesome. Yes. Very wholesome. All right, Chris, you're up. So I have three favorite movies. I'm Jaws, which is, of course is from the 70s, and then I have two. Why are you telling us Jaws? Yeah, we said on, 90s, dude, Chris. 90s, Chris. No, but I just want to say, because Terminator is in my top three, but it's from the 90s. Got it. But there's one more that I was like, I think I actually like it better. I absolutely love Predator. I can watch Predator's Predator good. over and over and over again anytime it comes on. I catch- Chris Hansen? Yeah, it's for Chris. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, now I, 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 didn't to, I didn't want to say Sandlot because I know it's like Sandlot. an iconic one, but yeah. oh, I just was like small soldiers. Yeah. But that is one movie that every time I watch it, I catch like new different things. I love the music in it. It just, wow. it's, I love it. I love Predator. So good. It's a good That's choice. Good. Good choice. you got any 90s uh, favorites out there? I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as him. You know, I got like the eight. I would watch like 80s movies in the 90s. Well, I freaked out when he walked in with the killer clowns from outer space in the 80s. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure. You said no, this is one dude, of your that was, that from Blockbuster when I was a kid. I'm gonna watch like, that straight tonight. up, dude. I sold him this <laughs> copy. Which, by the forever. way, if you don't know this, I left it for those video watchers. This I know, is like a hundreds of dollars. I know. I think it's 80s. I think that's 80s. But I safely know that you did not buy that from me at the swap. 88. 
this is a late like rental because it says two ninety nine. It's oh, like a blockbuster. Thing. That's when they is this sold technically it. sealed. Not it, it, no. no, it's it's a pre <laughs> like you that's know, when it makes sense. Pre-owned, yeah. pre-owned sealed. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dusty, what you what what? So do you have one? Or are you... I mean, that was like a classic, and I mean, I always loved like the Star Wars trilogy, of course. But that you know, I was obsessed with that in the nineties, but. I mean, for like a good 90s one, dude, I loved Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, I don't know good. why. Yeah. I loved Happy Gilmore. I watched that yep, movie so, so many times, bro. That's the best. I the price did. is wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I still love Adam Sandler's stuff. To this day, because anytime I hear that Billy Madison laugh come out and it's like a random movie of his, I'm like, ah, there it is. It's still there. It still gets <laughs> I mean, and the Sandy Wexler or whatever. That was Sandy Wexler, I like that. Good. I like the Hubie Halloween, Hubie Huber. That's a good one. You guys got to check that one out. That one's yeah. good. All right, no, last one. Keep it on course. Can we start with Dusty and yeah. do the game? Right, what's your favorite game from the 90s? 90s game. Oh, dude, you already know this. Is it Link to the Past? Oh, yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> I mean, I would, I mean, Link to the Past is the ultimate. I mean, I just can't. There just never be a game that compares to that for me. I mean, other than maybe like when they came out with the Mario All Star Mail Away, and I could play all three Marios on one cartridge. But then I was a Mario Three freak. You know, I'd play Mario Three, Link to the Past, and I was pretty happy, bro. You know, I, I like Pilot Wings a lot too. Me I played, too. I played. The, I played a lot of Pilot Wings, bro. You know, I was really into it. Such a funky soundtrack too. It is underrated soundtrack. I loved it, bro. I love that. You know, and those. I mean, pretty much. I feel like I like would try to go outside the box and I'd buy like I'd go rent like Super Metroid and I'd be like, dang it, I can't beat this. This is just too hard. like there's so that one good. point in that game where you cannot figure out how to get past. And it's funny too because like growing up with these games, you like you had to figure it out. I mean, unless you like Nintendo Power, unless you if you weren't subscribed to Nintendo Power or like had a power you know a player's guy, like I never had that stuff. Bro. I would just be like when I learned like Link to the Past, I'd just be like exploring for like four hours and then you would you'd find that one thing and you'd be like yes you know what i mean <laughs> there it is I'm so seeing, pumped yep and then after you figured it all out then you just turned into a wizard you're just like pow 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 you know i can yep. beat that game in like a day now half a day like Let's you know go. that's all awesome. speed runs with dusty how about you chris <laughs> i'll do speed I mean, runs on mario one. <laughs> oh yeah true same i can't get like youtube excited <laughs> <laughs> how about you Chris? link to the past is one of my favorites of all times but I don't know when you when we said '90s for the one that there's quite a few. I mean, uh, the '90s was it's so like every good. good game. I know. I, I mean, we could, we could about... almost go by system because every yeah, system that's... like it's hard, you know. But like, it's true. The one that I think just stands out to me, man, it's a tough decision. But I just when Resident Evil One came out, what year was that? Me, I think it was 90. late '90s. PlayStation '90. Yeah, that's a good one. '96. Yeah, yeah, I think that's around that '96. I remember getting that. It was definitely '90s for sure. I'm I'm just just looking looking at one. I remember because I, I think PlayStation came out in '95 or '96, right? Yeah, I'm curious. It's got to be '96. '96. My internet's not working. All good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my brother and I just loved that game. I mean, even good still game. to this day, every time they come out with a new Resident Evil, I go and I play it. And I think I played every single one. They, they that one was good. Two was good. Three was good. But number one is still will always be my favorite. Yeah. I don't I know, it. bro. I I feel, I feel like I could see you like the same as me. I feel like I could see you on MS DOS playing Doom. 
Oh my gosh, I played the heck out of Doom. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. And I played the heck out of King's Quest. He's like, shake it, baby. Dude, Doom is one of my all-time favorite games. Oh, that's and a I good had, one, too, bro. That's I awesome. had, There's like, so many. Yeah, and I had like an old school, like my dad's so business good. computer that I was playing that on. And I was like, this is the most badass thing ever. Oh, oh, I, I love, love it. that. Yeah, I <laughs> love it. I mean, so many... When I think of games, I just try to think, I always think outside of the box because I'm like, man, I've talked about the same games a thousand times. So I'm like, I was like looking at Wikipedia, like at a list of like, 90s games and I'm like I'm trying to find the ones I never talk about which is like nothing because I never shut up so I'm like okay I, f- I found three that I wanted to put my list that I feel like I don't talk about as much as the others Super Double Dragon on the Super Nintendo mm. one of my favorite games better one of my more favorite That's a hard game uh, I don't think it's that hard oh really I don't think it's I, we've, we've gotten pretty far in it with yeah me. I've beaten it but I know with Ricky I've gotten pretty far in it as well um, I I love Out of This World, which a lot of people oh aren't. Oh my gosh! A cinematic one of my <laughs> favorites of all time. I didn't that and that. Flashback are. I didn't so know that. Give me notes, bro. I didn't know that. Yes, <laughs> love Out of This World. So, it's called so technically they're called like cinematic platformers. They're very weird within the style. And then a random one that I threw on was Magical Quest on the Super Nintendo with Mickey Mouse, hmm. where you can each level you get different outfits and you can change in the way you use your weapons and the graphics on it are just amazing. And it's one I don't talk about enough, so I wanted to show it love. You know what a, a good video game thing is? What? What's a good video I game bet, thing? I bet I could make all four of you talk at the same I bet I could almost make you all say it at the same time. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> all right, on the count of three. One, two, three. 30 lives on Contra. Up, up, down, down, Chris was silent. Code. You know, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Remember, he was born in yeah, 95. Yeah. I had the internet at that time, dude. <laughs> true, uh, true. What about you, Ricky? Uh, I'm going to go basic because it's the one I remember playing the most and I love, which okay. is Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. Straight up says oh, Donkey Kong. Oh, good one, bro. But then for, I had I had to throw a second one on there, and that's Marvel vs. Capcom, the first one. Is that Do- Donkey Kong 64? No, 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 no. Donkey Kong Super Nintendo. Oh, the OG OG. The OG OG. All Donkey Kong's pretty good, bro. They're, Donkey Kong held itself. I mean, yeah. even 64 version is pretty fun. Marvel vs. Marvel Capcoms, in my opinion, have been really good. good until I wasn't really into Infinite. Oh, yeah. The newest one. I, I, or, I don't know if it's the newest at this point, but... Yeah, I, I was just happy with the characters they finally put. Like, they finally put Gambit and Strider together. I was like, yeah, you wore that, You wore yeah. that shirt just for this segment, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? So let's, see Rick, <laughs> let's, see if, let's see if Ricky remembers. Who are my two that I pick in Marvel vs. Capcom? Oh, God. Which one? One or two? The one we had at your house that would play on the arcades. You'd, you'd kill me with Mega Man and... Spider-Man. Nope. It's almost the opposite of Mega Venom, Man. Venom. Mega Man's this tall. Hulk. Oh, Hulk, I hated Mega Man and Hulk. Oh, that was my team. Oh, that was... <sighs> Curtis? All right, mine's Pokemon Blue. I liked That's it a lot. One. Yeah, yeah. That's really uh, good I, was, That's a good I spent like four or five hours on the, the analog playing Pokemon Blue on the plane. I didn't think I was going to spend a lot of time. I was like, I'm just going to start like playing through like older games and stuff. And then I went back to Pokemon Blue and I was like... This is so you got sucked sick. in. I haven't been able to get into Pokemon. I've tried and it just wasn't for me. No hate, just wasn't for me. Didn't hate it. Just, I loved it, I'm, man. I missed that the starter. boat on it. But yeah. I went back and I was playing Pokemon Crystal and I was like, oh, I get why people like this. Oh, dude, I it's got a really fun, fun game. I'm telling you, when yeah. I was on that, pl- that flight for like four to five hours, I was just like, I can't believe I played through the entire thing. You got sucked in. I've yeah. been getting killed in the comments for being an old man. So I have to say that I just bought the newest, biggest TV I could and a PlayStation 5. And I've been so placed. I've been getting so much hate for hating on PlayStation. I've been enjoying my PlayStation 5 Ratchet and Clank. So mm-hmm. there for all of you who say I hate on PlayStation. 
I mean, it might just have to do with the TV I bought. It looks like <laughs> about an 80 inch OLED. It was like oh the most God. godly big one I could. What are you compensating for? A lot. <laughs> that TV is the size of a car. the picture of it. He's like, you just pretty much bought it's a car. It's an entire living room. I was like, oh dude, my. we're going over there for game night. Yeah, for sure. great. All right, we're going to go on to our next one. It's going to be agree or disagree. Oh, this is fine. Justin, oh, by the way. Retro Rick was making fun of me the other day, or all of us, because he said that, like, he, like, left me a voice message saying, like, all right, guys, next topic is agree or disagree. Ooh, ah, yay. He's like, you guys always make comments, and I'm like, sorry, Rick, I have enjoyment in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dusty, they're going to read a statement to us, Curtis will, and you're going to hold up a thumbs up if you agree, or a thumbs down if you disagree, and then we talk. Okay. So, it'll be, it's kind of a fun, and they're not all, like... Gaming, it could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we give up. we let the audio listener and the audio listeners flying know. outside of the box right but, now. But the first one be. will be a gaming one. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the first one's gonna be PC gaming. It truly is the best way to game. PC gaming truly is the best way to game. Disagree. Yep. Disagree. Ooh, that also for the audio listeners, all disagrees. Let's go with Chris for your reasoning. I mean, back in the days, I did like. PC gaming like we were talking about Doom and King's Quest and all that but it lost me along the way Um, I switched over to console I've never been able to go back Uh, I see my son playing on PC and I know uh, like he was a big Fortnite player and now he plays like Rainbow Siege and stuff and I think that in order to be good at those games I know that you do probably have to play them on PC got it but I will always be a console gamer at heart I can just never I think I understand because I grew up with a brother who was super into PC gaming. I know Curtis is. The specs obviously are better and can be better on PC. It's almost unlimited power, it feels like. But for me, there's so we're talking about the best way to game. And I feel like there's so many hiccups involved when I whenever I would try to play PC gaming. I'd be like, sweet, sounds good. This is awesome. going to be fun. And then I'm like, oh, I need to update this thing. Oh, this this part broke, and now I need to replace this little piece. And it was always something in the way. So for me, the experience was never full. What about you, Dusty? Agreed. I mean, to start off, it would just be like too many buttons. Like, you know, and I got to move this, and I got, you know, it's just too many keys. And it's just like, it's not fun. It takes the fun out of it. I mean, having like a controller... You know, something, an object that I can throw at the wall when I get angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just it just sucks all the fun out of it, bro. I don't know. I just never was into PC personally. I mean, I honestly think PC games began and end for me at exactly what I said earlier at Doom. You know, That's what I, I, I don't think I played a PC game like that was like the first and the last. I think I had the Star Wars 2, the X-Wing game. Yeah. Like Windows 98 or 96. I, I think that was the beginning and the end of PC games for me. Yeah. Oh, you know, what was that? Oregon I think, Trail. I think I went through like, <laughs> nice. I went through a good. light Counter-Strike phase when it first came out. Dude, we went through Counter-Strike was pretty fun. We went through I mean, I can't, I can't deny that. We spent how much money in hours at Cyber Cafes playing? Oh, Cyber oh yeah, dude. dude. I was a Cyber, Cyber Cafe. Cafe. I did we went to Cyber no Cafes. It was awesome. Actually, I... I loved it. I, I did the lock-in one time. Did you ever do the lock-in where you Which played one? all night long? Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't tip me with a good time. I, I remember <laughs> we'd, we'd walk in and let the lady know. Like She would see us make, oh, it's them again. It's just a handful of Snickers because we just get Snickers and sodas and just go all night playing. They just amp you up on caffeine. It's yeah. like, it's, it was like your neighborhood drug dealer. She just gave you one Snickers <laughs> and then the rest were a dollar each for the next 12 hours. Accurate. 
Yeah. All right, Curtis, what's so the next one, bro? Can I just guys. say, there is one category of Uh-oh. games that was only good on PC, which is point-and-click games, which well, I course. did yeah. absolutely are one of my favorite categories of games. You, it, They're near impossible to play on, like, a console. You can, game. but it doesn't they, feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. Feels and I do miss those. Yeah. Love those I on agree PC. With you on that. Just yeah, have to give them a shout-out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the experience on PC has definitely updated over time. But, I mean, as you guys are thinking about it, it just gets Hey, get off my lawn! It gets flatlined. You can definitely hook up controllers. You can definitely... Any game that you want. Nobody even asked you. You can emulate anything you want. I can put a keyboard on my console. We were done with this topic. (laughs) We're on the next one. (laughs) We're done. He was defending a bunch of old heads in here. (laughs) Proud to be, brother. (laughs) We're gonna go on to our next one. It's gonna be number two. Is gonna be uh, trucks are better than cars. Mm. Trucks are better. I'm gonna go thumbs up. Chris says down. I say thumbs up. I mean, it depends what application. This is straight up. Sideways. You can't. Illegal. Yes or no? I mean, it's all you know. It's it's all relevance. It's like you know. It needs it's, it's a sideways. Okay, it's true. sideways. He's half answering. He's right. <laughs> It is, because, I mean, it's like... <laughs> no! This is, it's this, a okay, definite... Right now, right creating, now you get I'm offered, creating a new wave Right now you go outside and someone says, hey, you can have this truck or this car. I'm giving it to you. They're both worth the same amount of money. Which one are you picking? The truck. There the you car. go. There's your answer. The I mean, car. that's what the car is, bro. Yeah. Same, same amount of money. Both worth. They're both $50,000 vehicles. It's car. I mean, well, honestly, I already have trucks. So I'd probably take the car. Okay, there you go. So you're gonna be, you're gonna be a. a so, but no, but I disagree. would take a truck too, bro. I can agree to disagree. It's not a freeload, all right? I can agree to dis- disagree. You know. Um, he's breaking the rules, bro. Yeah, the I dust ball. Uh, I gotta break barriers around here. So you know? why are you picking car? Sports cars. Sports I love cars. speed. I love sports oh, cars. Oh yeah. Bro. So trucks. I just think work. Yeah, Viper. I have a Corvette. I love cars. So. Let's just comment how many people own a truck that's like never been off road. How many people own a truck that's like, I need a truck for the one time I go to Home Depot a year. You yeah. know what I no, mean? I it's that. like I just personally like the experience. <laughs> Quit calling me out, dude. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like, like trucks better, even not for off roading, but just I just like being in a truck. And I better. think I think for me, like the way I buy and stuff, like a truck is just too small. I'm like, what am I gonna do with this, bro? I'm gonna I need to like make this like a Mexico hauler, bro. I gotta start welding a gate on this thing or something, bro. Uh, I need some wood, you know. Yeah, do you own all your own trucks, by the way? Do you own all your moving trucks? Yeah, you do. So you have a bunch of trucks. Not a bunch, just you know, one? not enough to get the. Can I buy one? <laughs> no, curious. All right, we're gonna go on our next one. It's gonna be blowing into a cartridge makes a game actually work. What did you work. just say? Wait, what? 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 Blowing into blowing a cartridge into... actually makes the game work. Blowing into a cartridge actually <laughs> makes the game work. What? Agree. I agree, dude. There's more than just blowing into the cartridge, though. This is a process. Yes, yes. Uh, dude, I, I mean, it's the Nintendo. We have to tell people. A thumbs up, a oh. thumbs down, a thumbs up, a thumbs. I think we got thumbs up. We got one disagreeer up. and three agreeers. I disagree. So explain to well, us. Well, I don't know, bro. Just you know what? Go. Let me tell you this. There's many times that <laughs> stupid... I mean, dude, from the... I can remember from when I was four or five years old that the NES did not work out of the box. I mean, pretty much, dude. The, it still was not work, you know? And, I mean, you blowing it, and there was a technique, bro. If you didn't, you had to put it into where it's almost all the way, but not, and you snap it down so it pushes in the rest of the way, that it would work, bro. 
So I am. I agree I'm with you. No, I agree <laughs> with you. Dusty's been waiting to say that for years. I agree. Yeah, and I agree with you. Of course, I grew up in the '80s too, so I know the process of the blowing. You don't know shit. I know all about blowing, Dusty. Yes, go ahead, Chris. But what I was going to say is that there, what I don't understand is from the 90s or from the 80s when we were doing that, why did we not figure out that a Q-tip and rubbing alcohol was the solution to all of that? And we were all sitting there blowing in it when now if somebody goes i'm at my store and goes this game doesn't work i don't start blowing in their cartridge i walk over i get a q-tip i use rubbing alcohol well, and i clean the getting old and having wisdom <laughs> but i'm saying that the, the, while blowing did work back then there clearly is a much way well, way and i'm just surprised we never figured it out for like 20 the years. reality of the truth is, is i think like the Damn the actual like gamer heads will tell you that like it's bad for your cartridge to actually blow in it and it does actually nothing but for all of us, it felt like it worked. It did. You'd pull oh, it out no. and blow it and be like, it you worked. You know what? I'm, I'm sure tell you pushed you something it right yeah. now. Let's I it blew in the cartridge for the same reason that when I was playing the gold Zelda, I never turned off the Nintendo. <laughs> it was the same two reasons. It would never save. And the game works when you blow in it. You know, that's just how Nintendo life worked, Chris. And don't change my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ricky, I you want to go after that? Too. Oh, dude, I had a full, like, thing for it. So it's not about the blow. I think I think the blowing didn't really have anything to do with it. I'd blow, but I'd put, it, put my shirt over it. Oh, you put it, a shirt over it. And it worked every time. I could be the guy that got it going every single time by blowing on it, not getting any water in it. So you knew how to dry blow. So I... <laughs> So I think all it did was warm up the, the, the pins, and it literally worked. Warming every, up the pins? That's warming a new technique. Pins, dude. It worked every time. Sometimes just smacking the console worked, too. Honestly. I mean, remember when it would come, when you would, like, you would be trying to get work, wouldn't work, wouldn't work, and then you'd get, like, three lines. you just give it a little love tap, dude, and oh, then pow, bow. Who are we talking we about here? Well, I don't know. You're the one Are thought. we still talking about the same topic? This well, is, this blowing, is blowing blowing love real tap. Quick. I, I can't even talk right now. This is amazing. All right, we're going to go with our next one. Uh, wrestlers are like W, like wrestlers like WWE are athletes. So like wrestlers like okay, wrestling ring wrestlers are athletes. Yes. Thumbs up. Heck yeah, thumbs up. Ooh, so we oh. got Dusty. three thumbs up, and Dusty says a thumbs down. Let's hear it, Dusty. Uh, While you're on a tangent, like keep wrestlers going. are like athletes. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, that's like is basketball scripted? Mm, is yeah. a bat is a it baseball game scripted? Like who's going to win or lose? Yeah. They say NFL scripted, and so is the NBA. Yeah, but that's a conspiracy theory. Like, I like no it, one can put I mean, it. I mean, I really, I really are these the same though. people that told you the moon landing didn't happen? All the conspiracies <laughs> you know, do we believe it? <laughs> all the, uh, the conspiracy theories the last three years were true. So, <laughs> I mean, just I, I just never. I mean, you're gonna, I shouldn't even say this. You guys are gonna say it, bro. Go say it. Say it with your chest. Piss off the people. It's okay. WWF sucks. Lame, dude. I mean, super lame. I mean, <laughs> first off, dude, even when I was young, I was like... No wonder why he keeps selling you all the WWF stuff. He's like, yeah, take this yeah, oh, yeah, awesome please, stuff. Bro. I, I'll I mean, even if from the youngest age, I just, I remember just being like, I don't want to watch, like, sweaty dudes, like, you know, I don't know. Sure. And then the, and then the corny, the corny storylines, you know, it was just so cheesy, bro. It hurt my head how all right, cheesy now, it was. We're going to have to have Chris follow up because oh, he's dude, a I'm huge dude. wrestling guy. <laughs> Yeah. And so is Ricky. Yeah, Ricky's hurting inside, I can tell. <laughs> I loved, I have loved yeah, wrestling since I was a kid. His favorite band's the Deftones, dude. And I love the Deftones, <laughs> too. Like, how can I help the him, Deftones bro? are incredible. <laughs> but the, so the wrestling, to me, is just a form of entertainment. 
if you're like everybody knows that it's not real of course, of course right oh, and if <laughs> but so it's just know, a form dude. of entertainment so i mean i've always loved it uh obviously there's lots of people that love it too so i don't necessarily even need to defend it i feel like it's just amazing i think i think the wwe or wwf network it was like or at least a few years ago like the number one streaming thing in the world and I, for me I mean, it was always if you just got into it and you were just like you, if you just accepted it for what it was which is just entertainment then it became enjoyable and you could actually like it's like fantasy like you're just imagining it so that's why i liked it but are they athletes man i feel like they are incredible athletes like those guys i agree as yeah. much as it's scripted you still have to physically go out there and you, you have to be in amazing shape and some of the stuff that those guys are doing are just incredible you have to do the hardy boys dude those dudes would jump like two stories and land on the dudes and i'm just like how? How? You had to do so like many hurt. steroids that you died. Like these guys were <laughs> little yeah, steroids. Yeah, like, right sure. Ray Mysterio <laughs> being one of them, yeah. dude. Ray Mysterio being one of them, he just like jumps off the top rope like and catches them with his legs. Even I mean, I I'm not a wrestling guy, but when I watch wrestling stuff, I'm like, that's gnarly. Even, I mean, couldn't like you call it what being an athlete, but couldn't we just call that like acting? Okay, I mean, I'd say this like Jackie, a stunt, stunt Jackie performer. Chan in a, yeah. a kung fu movie. You know what I mean? Stunt it's performers. Like, yeah, it's like. But I consider them athletes. So it's a good, so, yeah. It's kind of like a glorified circus. I agree with you. So is this podcast. Huh? So is this podcast. Yeah. That's okay. And I do agree with you on that because it is acting. But do you have to be in good shape and yeah, like yeah. really be able to perform? You do. It doesn't so, make you an athlete. Well... I wish I don't know. You know, we should have done if we were smart. We would have pulled out the uh, definition of an athlete, but that's not what we do. We're a glorified circus. You're competing for something to win, right? Physically. Is that the definition of an athlete? You're competing for something to win physically? My internet's not working. Uh, I don't know. I, don't I just know. consider athletic. Over there. Like, uh oh, Dusty's pulling it out. Dusty, <laughs> what is an definition of an athlete? All right, here we go. Let's, Let's see. see. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna say that it's gonna be. I don't know if it's. Gonna if I'm wrong, my internet's gonna magically stop working too. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna say that it's not gonna have to do with competing, or maybe it will. I feel like there has to be a competition. I just consider athlete like physical. athleticism. Yeah, like I right? consider like kids playing sports like, oh, that's an athlete. Not yeah, like, it yeah, like I don't be feel like that. Professional. Yeah, like, like the e-sports. typical person well, I mean, can't yeah. yeah, like e-sports. Let's hear there it. Is a, there is athlete. a fine line. I mean, Let's it, hear it. It says a person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. Ah. Yeah, that's Wait, key. no competition aspect? Huh? Oh, you're still reading. So yeah, he said, yeah, like he quotes says, he had the broad-shouldered build of a natural athlete. I mean, is that just that's just a definition, though? I mean, I mean they're all broad-shouldered. Well, here we go. WWF. What is considered an athlete? A person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. So, I mean, I guess you could argue that category. Then you could, because yeah. I mean, honestly, by that definition, though, you could start playing a lot of people. I run every day of my life, so am I an athlete because I'm proficient at running? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Mike Tyson was in the WWF. Hey guys, I'm an athlete. Just so you guys know. <laughs> All right. Make sure you leave in the comments if WWF is classic or corny. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're gonna close it out on that one. All right, we're gonna go on our our next topic. It's gonna be SoCal Gaming Conventions dates announced. So this is it. big. This is welcome in Pixel Game Squad viewers because this is going out in Pixel Game Squad. If you don't know, this is our podcast called Pixel Plus Pixel Podcast. Search up either; it'll show up. We have dates. 
We have event. We have location. We have vendors ready to buy tickets. Dusty, are you going to be a vendor? Please tell our audience now. Will you be there, Papa? Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Am I allowed to be a vendor? We'll talk about that later. Let me ask you. Let me ask you another question. Yes. Do I get the booth like kind of in a good spot in the front or in the back corner of the convention center? We can sell you as a celebrity guest. Yeah. I mean, you. You have notoriety for sure. Whether we like you or not, you have notoriety. (laughs) No, we love you, bro. Um, Chris, let, let's hear it. Where are we going? Why are we going? What's the dates? Let's start with that. Do you want to hear about the whole process, or do you just yeah? Want look, that's what this is, man. We got, we got. This is the podcast for those who, you know are new watching, and this is what we do. We talk in detail here. So uh, when we, you know, after we purchased the expo, we went out. We wanted to do our due, due diligence, excuse me, to go out. We looked at a bunch of different shows. So we looked at, I think, a total of five. We yep. submitted uh, what are called requests for proposals. We wanted to get numbers. We wanted to look at all aspects of this. I know in the comments uh, there was a lot of. You should be here. You should be here. Of course, we could only pick one. Basically, people just picking whatever's closer to them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in Anaheim. Why aren't you in Anaheim? Now, there was a lot of factors that we looked at, costs being one of them, of course, uh, which excluded a couple that we liked, like, right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we want to name names. Yeah. Yeah. There was some that, and just, you know, any of these conventions are not cheap. You know, the Los Angeles Convention Center or something, you know, is going to be like. They were on the list. Well, you can exclude that one. There was not. They were on the list. They were on the list. We tried. So it's not Los Angeles Convention Center. Uh, We did look in the whole area. We looked at where it was last year. At the end of the day, we found a location which we thought is perfect. It's in a beautiful city. It's bigger than Ontario one. It's bigger. Bigger than Ontario, it is not Ontario. Sorry to all the Ontario. Ontario I know there was a lot of people. They're like, where is it? Because they're checking off the list now. And again, there was quite a few that we wanted. Beautiful city, the right size. Uh, We did end up going with... So I will say one of the biggest draws for me in there is when I thought about different convention places, we were kind of looking at, we looked at LA, like we said, we looked at some other more rural ones. And what stuck out to me most about Pasadena is it wasn't too city and it wasn't too rural. It was right there in the middle as like a perfect mix. I think it's a great choice. I mean, you, you don't have to fight that crazy LA kind of area traffic as much. You can come from... You know, Santa Clarita, you can come up from Anaheim, up from San... You know, you can kind of... It's a good... Yeah. Definitely From the Inland Empires. And you, you know, when you said you you do Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl Flea Market, Mm -hmm. um, so you're up there every month. I mean, it it has such an awesome feel to it. I don't know what it is about Pasadena. Oh, it's great vibes, dude. It's just such an interesting feel. Once you get... It's only 10 minutes outside of LA, like north of it. It's nestled up against the mountains. And when you're in there, it just has this beautiful... Awesome. I mean, I can say that like some of the neighborhoods in Pasadena and San Marino are some of the most beautiful neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. we, we, sure. we drive amazing. through them on the way to we Rose Bowl. Oh, the Rose Bowl I neighborhoods are blown away how nice some of these neighborhoods ridiculous. are. So Chris and I went up there together, and we even when you walk out of the convention center, you're literally overlooking the mountains. And this is a place where like it almost feels like a historic town. There's food. There's a movie theater right on top of the convention center. Like, there's literally a full-blown movie theater. There's food everywhere. There's things for people to do, again, without risking being crazy city life. I mean, Pasadena is one of the older cities. Yeah. Yep. Very it's historic. Like yeah, yeah very I love beautiful. going to visit old Pasadena. That's beautiful down there. Yeah. And we wanted a, um, for, for the convention, you know, where it was at Ontario, we, I felt one of the things that it lacked was outside of the convention center, there was really nothing to do. Yes. Yeah. I think with what the show we wanted is to really have people come from 
for the weekend, to be able to venture out, go get something to eat with friends, go yeah. see a movie, Just stay in a life. hotel, and really spend like the whole weekend with the show and offer a lot more to do. And, so, and it's beautiful there. Just yeah, and without gorgeous. having to be like, okay, now I, I'm at my hotel, now I should Uber here, Uber there. No, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. Walking distance, safe. Nice. Downtown Pasadena is nice. Yeah. yeah and I, I know I'm excited for it because, like, from running, re- you know, Retro World, the other show yep. that I run, I feel like creating that weekend environment where you are there with your friends all weekend and you're, like, in and out, not just going, go to the show, buy some games, go home. Like, go and, like, experience all the stuff around yep. it, to me, is, like, the best. Like, if you're going to take the time to go to the show, you yes. might as well stay for You can leave your merchandise in your car outside <laughs> and not worry. <laughs> I very, recommend very, it, but you should be yeah, I would recommend it, but, you know, and then just... Very clean, you know, good people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a nice area, you know? Nice, so, nice. as of right now, of us actually in this room, us recording this, tickets aren't live, but we are not releasing this video. So, if you are watching it right now, if you are watching, you are watching the video. Hi, thanks for watching. <laughs> tickets are available right now. We will leave all the information in the description below. Get your tickets. If you're a vendor, get your vending booth. Vendor. We want to have so much fun with this. We want this to, to feel like... We've put, you know, years into this community, us being in this area, even you owning stores in this area, being part of the community. Heck, even you being here as our guest, but you still have been in this, you know, in this community at Golden West in the, this this scene. We want to make it so fun. You don't have to be from SoCal to enjoy it. Come down to this part. You're going to have a blast. We promise. There's some things we want to do in there that, that could be really fun. I think one of the biggest ones, you guys have to let us know in the comments. We're debating and I, either between two things. For, for like a big fun event, we either want to do YouTube retro gaming boxing. So it'd be like, <laughs> any, I mean, it could be, I don't, I'm not naming names yet, but it could, it could be Metal Jesus versus Dusty. John Riggs. Dusty versus. I, I proposed uh, Ricky and Riff mud wrestling. Ricky's strong, but I'm slippery. You should, just, <laughs> you should just order like a mechanical bowl, dude. How about that? But that would be fun, too. Sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the other one I want. Might wanted, not be in the insurance. The other one I want to do, obviously inspired by over the top i want to have like a really 80s 90s looking legit arm wrestling tournaments between youtubers and also guests as well but obviously with the youtubers i want it to be i want the trash talk to be on videos i want shady J and i want whoever else to be with their backwards hot shooting me an epic promo of them just trash talking their opponents i have to tell you i am really good at arm wrestling Ooh. i, I am really good when I was in high school, I was like one of the. I was, I'm, you know, I was one of the best arm wrestlers. Really? What about for us more nerdy types? You got to have one where we're like flexing our brain muscle instead of our <laughs> arm Salt muscle. Salt this Rubik's cube. Hey, no, that's actually big. But Chris against Devin. Well, I, hate to, I hate to tell you this about arm wrestling. I. Really bad at it. <laughs> but if there's any leg matches, I'm all in. I guess I. Me and you would be a good competition then. Yeah, I totally. <laughs> I, I don't have upper body strength. I haven't quite a, you know, I'm an old man in the soul, but I haven't quite acquired the old man strength yet. Oh, dang, you're working <laughs> yeah, on it. No, no, no. I bet you you You're a dad. I know. You've told, you've acquired it. Welcome. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, we didn't say that. You may not realize it yet. If you see something happening to your child, you will be able to lift a car. You'll be able to throw a human being across like a noodle. You have you, you don't even know. The minute your baby comes out, that's it. You have dad strength. Is that like May the power be power? blessed upon you? <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. I always wondered how tweakers could like carry like a four hundred pound copper pipe into the middle of the desert. You this know? is not what I was just... expecting this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> now Great. that you guys have dates announced, like what is the process that you guys are going to be going into now? So, um, man, it's like. 
there's a lot to do. First off, there is so many different pieces of the puzzle of putting a convention together. Of course, there's hundreds of vendors. Uh, the vendor applications will go out. So um, if you are interested in vending, please uh, check the info. We, we um, don't have like a rough estimate yet of I how do, many vendors. I, oh, go ahead. Give it about, to me. Uh, I think we were working on floor plan the other day around 168, I believe. Which is more 10 than by 10 year. boots. Uh, significantly more. Yes. Yeah, this is a much bigger space than Ontario. By the way, as well. The big question is going to be: Is Ricky going to have a booth for his hoarding collection? You know what? I will. We got All some right. banger stuff. Hey, out Ricky, there. I know a guy who might be able to get you a discount on one of the vendor booths. <sighs> I got you, bro. What about um, my discount, fool? We got you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you the ultimate wax like price. Oh, yeah. I get, I get double price? <laughs> yeah, you get taxed up. Oh, man. Is this where you get your money back? Yeah. <laughs> I told Blake. I was like, Blake wanted to be a vendor. I was like, dude, you're going to get taxed so hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Uh, no, of course, we will the be fair. It, uh, I think there was some questions on, like, is it first come, first serve, or is it application? It is application basis. So there will be an application. We will look at all of those. Um, there were, you know, we're looking at artists, uh, video game vendors, pop culture vendors, um, anything really related to pop culture. And the majority well, is going to be, you know, video games. So yeah, you could be a t-shirt vendor, uh, pop vendor. Uh, yep. It doesn't have to just be video. Games. You're expanding the uh, the category of uh, different types of vendors. Yes, yeah. but while keeping gaming the core, let me make sure that's clear. I know a lot of people, some conventions, people are like, hey, there wasn't enough games. Games will be 100% far and large. Always. The focus. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. 85%, 90%. Uh, comics are, are fine. And artists, you know, we do love artists too. Like if yeah, you're, support them. you know, if uh, we will have artist boot tables. They'll actually be a different price. You better um, pay Nintendo games right. though. Are you guys going to have like exclusive <laughs> things come out for VIP people who do purchase early? Uh, yes. We haven't. Co- yes, as of we now, will. that is the tentative plan to have right. like yes. a turbo pass or whatever one of the yes. blast processing pass where you can come. We're just finalizing in early. Yeah. I didn't well. say you had to say the price or anything. I was just saying like, will you have exclusive things for it? That's all. Yes, there's yes. going to be exclusives. There's going to be. I want to work on some trophies that are super unique to the show. I want to keep it interesting. Want to keep it fun. I think a big p- bonus about you know not even like tooting our horn, but you know bringing us on obviously is that you know we do creative. stuff online right so a big excitement for me is the creative stuff of it right i take and i see what conventions do and as someone who's consumed conventions for so long and consumed this art form of conventions that i'm like i know the things that i'm like oh that would just make it next level and i don't even want to say what they are because i, I don't want other conventions to i don't want retro world to know <laughs> to know until the day we go there and you're like oh that's sick that that's there that's you want pretty to set cool. the stage set the stone yeah i want people to come in and just be like oh why hasn't this been happening at conventions and with retro world um get that out of here but i used you. to have a sheet that was called uh wild and wacky ideas and it was just for people to like throw any idea out there yeah. you know and even if you guys have an idea like th- th- throw it out to us like we might be like you know what even if it sounds mud silly. wrestling might be really cool maybe we'll give it a shot <laughs> so um of course so with everything work. there is logistics and planning that goes into it uh there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle with the show yeah. uh from you know of course we wanted to improve the amount of arcade machines that are there we're talking with quite a few different groups to improve that uh we want to improve the tournaments that are going to be there we have some Possibly some big announcements uh, yeah, with huge. some of the tournaments that might be involved. 
Um, which is hard because there's so much for us to spew about, but we also can't spew all of it. You well, know. and a lot of it hasn't been, because it's still early, some of that fine details hasn't been worked yeah. out. Rip's most... going to set up his uh, 342-inch TV and have a speed challenge on Mario. That would be <laughs> awesome. That would be, you know what? Speed running would be incredible oh, to have. Awesome. I would yeah. love to have speed And I would say yeah. it'd be fun to put the pressure on because I know a lot of speed running is like, okay, I'm going to try again, restart, restart. Like one run, one try, one chance speed run that because a lot of people i know with speed running you might not get through it on that first you know no. go ahead it's like ah oh, shoot i died i'm gonna restart but no nope, restart who got the furthest in that speed run calculator that being said y'all better practice uh, <laughs> yeah but obviously the most important thing and exciting thing for us was to give you guys you know the place the dates did we even say june 8th and 9th i hope we said it i yeah. couldn't remember if you said it if but it is say june it. 8th and 9th yeah you just say uh, it what did you say june 8th and 9th okay just you better be there at pasadena convention center Tickets all the info should be there all the vendor info is up it is going to be an incredible time i am so looking forward to putting this together it is a lot of work but we have an awesome team dusty's going to be there you can meet him there's going to be i think there's going to be a lot of surprise guests that people don't know about that i have in the works that i don't want to say because there's been no contract signed but there will be there that are you, very exciting you know i'm totally going to pirate your show bro i'm just going to pull into my <laughs> box truck into the parking lot out front just dump all these pots and pans out on the parking space those tires yeah. he has we, we actually i'm just going to set was, up golden west right in was, the parking lot i used to joke i used to joke around with the buddy that was a flea market vendor but where he flea marketed was in the dirt and i was like dude come van we'll put dirt out for you on the ground <laughs> make you feel as comfortable as possible. Yo. So whatever we can make to do for you to make it feel like Golden yeah, West. Dude. I mean, people were asking for that experience, a swap meet experience at a convention. Just I mean, come come offer dude, me like a quarter for something. Dude, make we, me feel amen. home. We just have a section called <laughs> yeah. Dusty Swap Meet. And it's like a little maybe four by four you area. set up a little garbage area. I'm just going to find as many bags of like broken, random, dirty toys that I could find. It's a big mountain you could dive into like dude, Scrooge McDuck. incredible. Like a huge mountain of toys. That That's not going to awesome. probably happen, but maybe it will. <laughs> Anything's possible. Let us know. We're, we're we're running out of time, but just you guys got to check it out. Don't. It doesn't have to be SoCal only. Come have fun. I promise you guys, you'll have fun. We'll be there, and if you don't agree, you can come yell at us in person. So, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll I, be great. I feel very confident in your, your skills to book a great event. Thank, Thank you, you, Dusty. I appreciate right. it. What day did you say again? June eighth. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just checking. I just Toss checking. out, Curtis. All right, I just want to say all the audio link description. Well, all the audio podcasts. Podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. It's gonna get. You should become an auctioneer, bro. Podcast in their audio form will be linked, linked in, the in the description, description below. below. <laughs> I wasn't ready at all. You weren't ready. I was ready to just close it out. The sweet YouTube. Oh, I love it. Check out, we'll see you there.